The following podcast contains spoilers and adult language. We recommend listening after you've already seen the movie in question, but we're not your boss. Do what you like. Brought to you by our patrons at patreon.com slash matineemanities. If you like what you've heard and like to hear more, consider becoming a patron. Donations start at just $1 a month, and half of all profits after hosting costs go towards actual manatee habitat preservation. Because we figured, you know, why not? Hope you enjoy the show. Garcia, Spawn, 
Okay, well, the last one, sadly enough, is the only one of those I've seen. Is the Violator. Yeah. I, I, I remember that much. He's, he has fun with it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Dennis Hopper from Easy Rider. Of course. And Apocalypse Now. Of course. True Romance. I haven't seen that one yet. Why is he here? <laughs> What's he doing? I think it was just a paycheck, probably. I mean, judging, so from, judging from how he acted, I think it was just a paycheck. Uh, I think he was kind of a joy, actually. <laughs> there are things about this movie I love, and him with his weird, like, ribbed dinosaur spine leather tie and his <laughs> cornrows and stuff. And it's, uh, it's pretty great. The cornrows are pretty fantastic. Samantha Mathis is the one who, um, Edward Bateman? No. Norman Bateman? Bates. The guy from American Psycho was cheating oh. on his girlfriend Reese Witherspoon. Wait, sorry, Norman Bates is from Psycho, not American Psycho. I don't. I haven't seen American Psycho. Uh, yeah, I, it's a it's a tribute to Psycho. It might be Norman Bateman or yeah. Patrick Bateman. I think it's Patrick. Right. I just realized I'm terrible for this podcast because I almost never actually watch movies. Like, I watch way oh, we, movies than you do. We went over that before, though, but you play a lot of video games. Yeah. And I, uh, don't. Yeah. I the free ones on Xbox Live Right now, I have convinced myself that I love Gears of War because it's free. <laughs> and it's pretty good, I think, actually. Yeah. Maybe. I don't know. If I had horrible sharp men, they call locusts. I don't know why. <clears throat> Alright. It's cool, try it. It's free. I, I would, but I don't have an Xbox Live Gold account. I, I stopped using that because I was poor. But, I'm too poor. You have played Mario Brothers, correct? Yes. Explain to us your history with Mario Brothers. Uh, let's see. I played the first one. Way, way, way back, not when it was first released, because that was one of the year I was born. But, yeah, 1985. Oh, yeah. But, uh, I, I think I got my, my, uh, my NES in, like, the 1990 or so. Still have it, still works. Somewhat, but yeah, I have I have the uh, 
Super Mario Brothers 1, 2, and 3 on that. Uh, I've beaten two of those. I have not beaten the original, which I'm still kind of embarrassed about. I'm going to beat it one of these days. Uh, the original doesn't have quite as many shortcuts as the third one. Like, I beat the third one when I was six or something, just because there were so many, like, you can skip eight quarters of that game. Well, you can, you can do the same in the first one, actually, because, like, there are warp zones where you can skip, you can skip from world one to four, and then, I think, four to seven or eight. Yeah, but there aren't cheats, like saving up a pea flower or whatever the hell and then flying over the hard levels. Yeah, that's kind of a difficult part. Like, there's no way out of having to have at least some basic coordination in the first one. Yeah. Uh, the second one I actually liked a lot, but it was weird. I didn't beat it. Yeah, I, I think I, I beat that one a long time ago, and I've tried to beat it in the recent in recent past, and it's it's impossible. Uh, yeah, it's I don't know. There's this one level where. You're like up in the sky and there are these things that are flying at you from all angles and I just, I can't get through that area without dying every single time. So, that, yeah. So there were three, uh, are we gonna call them classic, original, whatever? Yeah, they would be originals. There's the super one. You you had a uh, a let's play with the super one, didn't you? I had a let's play of a hack of that. I don't think I did the original one, but I do have the original cartridge. I just don't have my Super Nintendo anywhere. Savage. And then they had a couple of Game Boy games, and then... The, the Yoshi's Island ones were in... Oh, yeah. Was that the introduction of Yoshi, or was he... He was a power-up in the first... He was a power-up in the Super Mario World. Yeah. Okay. In Yoshi's Island, it was just him and a baby or something. Yeah, him and baby Mario and baby Bowser and baby Peach and other things that are babies that I, I don't know. That was a weird one. I played that one too. I liked Yoshi, I think, better than Mario, actually. Um. But the crying baby Mario was so obnoxious that I still kind of hated that game. Yeah, it was, I, that's that's one of the things that most people hate the most about that game is the crying baby Mario. 
Yeah, well, just the, the fact the entire thing is kind of an escort mission a little bit. I mean, you don't lose it unless something happens, but it's, yeah. It's been a while since I played it, but I know it was a quality game that I just didn't like that much, even though I loved the main character. Yeah, it was a de- it was decent. I don't know. I, I'm, I'm not as big on it as most other people are. It's the same with like Donkey Kong Country. People love that game. I don't get it. Well, I mean, these are all so far. They've all been platformers. That you're you're a plumber who we've been assured is Italian, I think just from the instruction manual or something, right? That he's mostly just a mustached plumber who might not even be a plumber. You're a guy with a mustache and overalls, (laughs) um, and you can run right but not left, uh, and jump. I mean, you can run left but only for only only for the um and jump and those are that's your main arsenal uh and I feel like everyone listening knows what Mario is but in case you don't it's it's a classic game because the jumping timing mechanic is pretty fantastic and it really just hangs its head on that. There's also what the growing, you get a mushroom and you grow twice your size and you can take two hits before you die, but normally if you touch an enemy and you're not specifically jumping on their head, you die. Uh, the enemies are turtles and mushrooms, basically, because because that's what Shigeru Miyamoto wanted. Yeah. And, uh, you assume he's a plumber, or. I never even well, okay. plumber, actually, but he no, goes he, down pipes and stuff. He, he, must, he actually he definitely was a plumber because the original, well, not the original, the original game he was known as Donkey Kong. He was in another game called Mario Brothers. Before Super Mario Brothers, he was in Mario Brothers. Which oh, that's where he gave the pipes on the side yes. to come out. So right. he really actually was a plumber. That was a bonus game in Mario 3. Um... So oh, yeah, I, I played that a couple times, not in the original arcade version, but in the just running well, around fighting with yeah. pow block thing. Well, there is an NES version of Mario Brothers, which I have also a copy of, and I'll have to play that again sometime. Yeah, but that's just, it's one screen, you go off the right, you come out of the left, right? Yes. You're running from crabs. Yeah. And you disappear into pipes. And you can't jump on them either. 
you have to hit them from underneath. Because if you jump on them, you die. You have to jump from underneath and push the bricks out of them over. That still doesn't scream plumber to me. No, but I mean, there were pipes on the screen. Yeah, I'm just so, saying he didn't like. If he goes around and bashes people in the head with a wrench while fixing pipes, that screams plumber to me. Which he does in the movie! Sorry, we'll I just had to tie it back. I just had to tie it back. Because the movie is a cinematic masterpiece. <laughs> um, on par with the cultural significance of the games, I think. Uh, sure. Yeah, uh, Mario 64 is the first one where it was super clear to me that he was Italian. Yeah, on account of the Italian accent. Yeah. If we're going to be doing a post-work here, uh, now would be a great time to compare what Mario sounds like in the game to any line spoken by Pop Hoskins. <laughs> <laughs> Or for that matter, from the from the Super Mario Brothers Super Show with Captain Lou Albano, who also played him in a similar style to Bob Hoskins. Uh, Except that was a few years before Bob Hoskins did it. So they were kind of making a movie based on the show, based on the... Kind of? Did he suffer Brooklyn accent when he was the cartoon? Yeah. Oh. Well, it, it wasn't quite as pronounced, but it was definitely a New York accent. It wasn't, it wasn't like just a basic California accent like we have. But in all the games, he sounds pretty... I mean, he doesn't speak part it's reaction sounds like the word yahoo and stuff yeah but in Mario 64 Mario Kart 64 double dash all of them which I kind of like better than Mario games actually <laughs> and Mario Sunshine well there have been others Mario Weird Galaxy Running around a planet adventure Yeah Uh, He sounded vaguely Italian with a high-pitched kind of cutesy cartoon voice Mm -hmm. and gave no indication of Brooklynitis Brooklynism Yeah He's not sound like a guy from Brooklyn. Uh, any of those. Definitely not. But I guess that was more of a stylistic choice on the part of Nintendo since the, the, the TV show and the movie were 
kind of made with them, just saying, yeah, go ahead and, and make it whatever. Instead of saying, no, this is how this guy sounds. It's like, okay, just you, you, you make your artistic license. And then they decided to well, it later, I guess. I'm not even saying that he, he should have been anything. I'm just sort of pointing out the difference between, uh... Oh, yeah. You know, so we have this, this character who's originally a, um... A Japanese-Italian plumber. brother who's also a Japanese Italian plumber but in the movie it's an, an English guy and a Colombian Puerto Rican guy playing, playing Italian guys in Brooklyn, Brooklyn. yeah who have Brooklyn accents yeah Kind of, and also, yeah, it's, it's never completely explained. I mean, it sort of is, but not well. So, Super Mario Brothers, 1993, 4.0 out of 10 on IMDb for this movie. Um, 15% on Rotten Tomatoes, uh, which is, what, a third of what Resident Evil was, I think? I think it was, yeah, <laughs> about that. Although 28% audience, so higher among audience and critics. Four out of five stars on Amazon. I'm gonna quit checking the Amazon <laughs> because everybody loves everything on the yeah, it's true. Two thumbs down from the late Ebert and his Cisco alive? No, he died way before Ebert did it, actually. That's that's why that may be further in the past and why I yeah. don't remember Cisco's well. That's why they did Ebert and Roper afterwards. Right. And no one cared about that, so. That was just Ebert and then everyone cared again. Yeah, exactly. So and Roper's the weak link. Is exactly. Roper alive? Uh, maybe. I don't want to speak ill of him if he's dead. I, I don't know, honestly. He was probably fine at his job, it just wasn't the same as the other guy. Yeah. I don't know what I'm talking about. Anyway, two thumbs down, Cisco Niebuhr. They're also, yeah, I, I'm not going to say they're, they're a bit more uh, cinema snobs, but they're a bit more cinema snobs. Also, that was 
This movie was made almost 25 years ago at this point. So, I mean, if I was a cinema snob, though, and I hear them making a movie with Dennis Hopper and Bob Hoskins, I'd go see it. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, I would I can see why that might have been, you know, confusing. Yeah. So, let's see. So, I first saw it when I was like seven or eight, I think. Yeah. So, I already loved Mario Brothers the game by then. Which I didn't play all of them, but I played most. Yeah. Yeah, same. Well, thing. some, not most. I think up to that house. up to that point they were already up to that point, I mean ninety-three there was only there were the three NES games. One or maybe two Game Boy games, and then the first Super Nintendo games. So they were like five, yeah, six. So I played all the NES ones and then all of the Mario Karts later, but really I played a, a less than a majority of the ones that they have because, yeah, Game Boy and Super Nintendo and everything. Right. But I saw a movie, and I hated it when I was seven, because I wanted it to be a movie about the games, which in retrospect, I don't know if that would have worked. You could have got... Probably not. I mean, you could have got, um... Did Pan's Labyrinth? Guillermo del Yeah, del Toro. Del Toro, yeah. <laughs> Team up Guillermo del Toro and uh, the Jim Henson workshop. They could have done. They could have done <laughs> the actual Mario Brothers from the game. I think. Hmm. You would have had to play up the, the drug aspect, the he does mushrooms, the right. Alice in Wonderland sort of thing, but yeah. it, it would have worked. That's not the decision you made with this one. Not <laughs> quite. Uh, directed by Annabelle Jankel and Rocky Morton. I've never heard of. You don't know those guys? They also directed uh, DOA and Max Headroom. Okay, I've, I've, I've heard of Max Headroom. I've never seen it. I don't know what DOA is. I mean, I know what it means, but I don't know what they're referring yeah, to. Yeah, I haven't seen either of those either. Okay. But 
they both drag them together because they're married. That's sweet. It's a husband-wife duo of movies that I haven't seen in this one. Cool. Yeah. That's great. I yeah. suppose. Yeah, I don't that's that's all I've got. No. Yeah. I like the name Annabelle Jenkel and Rahi Morton. Uh, it's how detectives kinda of Jenkel and Morton. I could see that as a T honestly. Rahi Morton. Yeah. I feel like it was a private eye. Yeah, I feel like he'd set a trap for Rocky Morton, but he'd figure out a way out of it. Like, he didn't seal up the electrical box. And then he's also a boxer. <laughs> okay. Uh, so anyway, there's... Tragically few sequels to this movie. Um, it's in there zero. It's just the one. I actually really liked it. <laughs> okay, it's well, notoriously well. one of the worst movies ever made. And I liked it a lot. I, well, I don't know if it's notoriously one of the worst. It's... It was, I think it was called one of the worst films of that year. I don't know if it was specifically called one of the worst films ever made. I mean, if you're, if, if you're trying to, if they were trying to make a movie that stuck to the source material, then, yeah, it didn't do a very good job. As far as it being a movie it's not as bad as people remember it being honestly yes. I, mean, I, I, I watched it about 20 minutes before you got here <laughs> I finished watching it I watched it twice and took notes <laughs> <laughs> I did not all my notes were up Googled it. <laughs> Tried to apply Lacan to it. I don't know what that is. He's uh, one of the guys that I was supposed to read in my grad program. Uh, Didn't. Okay. Um, whenever I pretend to know about literary theory, I apply I was a poet. <laughs> so yeah, it's 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 on the whole, it's not as bad as people said it was. I, I don't I don't think I enjoyed it quite as much as you appear to have. But it's so much fun. I don't know. <laughs> I think it's 
it's it's good if it's it's a good film if you just kind of turn your brain off and watch and just kind of enjoy it for what it is. It's actually not. It's actually not bad. Well, so so, so I want to walk us through. Is that cool? It's it's a it's a strategy I've got where I describe the entire movie so people understand why. <laughs> so we start on a bizarrely pixelated jungle. Like it's it's a movie, but it's got like NES art style dinosaurs in the jungle. It wasn't wasn't even pixelated. It was just a kind of badly drawn jungle with badly drawn not badly drawn but just like static images of dinosaurs like a triceratops talking to a uh, an apatosaurus or something. I thought it was all pixelated. No, it was, it was, huh? it was, uh, it was just drawn. And oh, shows it So there's this, I, I remember a few certain things, like I remember that, and I actually looked this up because, actually, I, when I watched the end credits, it said, narrator, Dan Castellaneta. Jesus. Like, oh, he did the intro to that movie. The guy, the voice of Homer Simpson did the intro to that movie. (laughs) So he comes in with this super, well, okay, first it's just, it's a pixelated jungle, I don't know where it is. Maybe that was just my computer. I'm realizing now. <laughs> um, <laughs> but two pixelated jungle. My notes here are like, we are in a jungle. Oh, it is Brooklyn. <laughs> because <laughs> because, so, because the movie says so. Yeah, it says Brooklyn 65 million years ago, and then. Tell me his name again, Homer Simpson. Uh, Dan Castellaneta. Dan Castellaneta comes in with the heaviest Brooklyn accent I've ever heard. It's like, so dinosaurs! <laughs> it just. <laughs> I'm pretty annoyed right off the bat. And he explains how the meteor that wiped out the dinosaurs created an alternate dimension. It it wasn't that it did, it's that he said, What if the meteor created an alternate dimension? But parallel universe or whatever. That's the description. Creates an alternate or created an alternate dimension. Yeah. That's what we get. Created. Yeah. 
That's how it happened. Yep, it just happened. That's, that's it. Great, great, great storytelling. So, I mean, it's... It works for me in, like, a magical context, not so much a soft sci-fi context, but it's fair. So, this meteor impacted two dimensions into existence. Yeah. And then, we're still in Brooklyn, but it's 20 years ago, in like a Ninja Turtles looking Brooklyn. Yeah. Um, basically. Because it's 1993 and they've got all the the heavy blue lighting and fake shadows and yeah super high contrast whatever you call it it's very 90s yeah even though it's supposed to be 1973 but we'll ignore that part I guess for now if it was 1973 the colors would be No, it was, uh, so, Slay's running, she has this Kryptonian baby in a spaceship, right? I thought it was a basket, but I could have been wrong. It's like, the, it's a steel pod with, like, a computer on it or something. I, I, I actually, uh, I could not tell what was happening with that, because the, one of the, I'll, I'll talk about it later, but one of the things that kind of bothers me about this movie is how the, the, the cuts... Uh, between scenes smash cuts yeah it it throws me off a lot but that's just me personally so well we'll take it from me she's she's riding along with a spaceship sure or space sci-fi pod it's silver it's got blinking lights and crap and she leaves this Clearly, technological artifact from a different dimension or outer space or something on the stairs of a church. Yeah. And nuns come out and pick it up, and they open it up, and it's an egg in the exact size of the pod. Yeah. And two of the nuns are confused, but the lead nun is like, fuck yeah, eggs, we do eggs. <laughs> She's not phased at all. <laughs> that's true, she did just kind of stares like, oh, well, that's something I see normally every day. She's like, do you understand we're a church, right? Half of what churches do is take care of giant eggs. <laughs> They're 
clearly from an ostrich or something, which we don't respect as intelligent life. So whatever, the slippy, she runs out into the sewers because that's where you go when you're in danger in Brooklyn, of course. And she gets suddenly killed by Dennis Hopper, who is just standing in the sewer in a suit. Yep. Waiting for her. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Egg baby hashes and we switch to Brooklyn now. Yeah. None is unfazed by egg baby hashing, by the way. It's just a baby in an egg. Yeah. Uh, She's fine. Just it. Normal. You know. She's got, you know, religious upbringing. So she knows about how how babies yeah where babies come from is yeah giant eggs. In fairness, I have no idea what men's lives are like. Probably a little bit less interesting than that, but I I, I don't know. I mean, my my only my only knowledge of how um, actually uh, considering that the only knowledge I have of nuns is through the book Good Omens maybe that is kind of a normal <laughs> day for them but yeah uh, I think actually I knew this girl in uh, a community college who had been a nun for a couple of years, and I was really interested, so I looked up on the internet about sort of combat life, and depending on the source, it's either really depressing or really sexy. <laughs> um, <laughs> so I think I needed to narrow my sources a little bit. Huh. Would not have thought sexy. No, it's, it's a joke about how the internet's full. Oh. <laughs> right, well that too. Anyway, now it's Brooklyn now. Yes, which is 1993 now, not yeah. now now. Well, they don't give it a date though, they just say it now. That's true, yeah. It could be any time from the late 70s to right before cell phones. Like, that's mainly how I can tell you there's a part on TV. I I would say, considering the technology that was shown at the time, it was definitely 90s. Fair. Because when you're, yeah, like, when, when, they, when we, when we, but we know first made 1993. Yeah, so, but then again, I mean, like, when we, when we go to the, the first scene of, of Luigi and Mario 
talking in the other Where shop. have yeah. one of those samurai sword stands with three different length plungers on it on the wall. I did not even see it. It's the best I, thing I've ever seen. I, I'm going to have to go back and watch this again now. So, I was... The movie lost me in the beginning. I wasn't on its side. <laughs> it's been like three minutes. I'm back on its side because they have one of those... What are they called? Those sword stands. Yeah. In the wall. <laughs> but it's three plungers. <laughs> it's like the ancient family plungers. Okay, I, I'm, I'm gonna have to go back and watch this because I know I missed a lot of details. <laughs> that little hand plunger which is the one I've ever owned. <laughs> it's got the big ones that you always see in restaurants. Yeah. <laughs> but the reason that I say it was that it was definitely in the early to mid-90s was because... The television that Luigi was watching was one of the old ones with the dial. Didn't even have a remote control. Yeah, I had one of those until last year. Okay, that's fine. But it's just being poor. It was <laughs> <laughs> But it was it was it was designed in the nineties. So they have a new TV for the 80s and the earlier now and or Yeah. Due to that time. So then Luigi's lazy and Mario's trying not to be homeless. Yeah. Um, Luigi enjoys um, uh, the, the paranormal and the mysterious that sort of thing. Yeah, everything. Unsolved mysteries, sort of, whatever. Yeah. So, they're, we're told they're broke, because they keep saying they're broke. But they have this huge apartment in Brooklyn. And granted, it's like late 80s Brooklyn, early 90s Brooklyn, so I don't know if it's the. Uh, Extraordinary housing prices it is now, but they're in a like million dollar apartment. Yeah, it's. <laughs> I I think I think New York has always been expensive relative to the rest of the country and most of the world, really. So it wouldn't surprise me if it was still an exorbitantly expensive place to live. Yeah, no, I mean, I... I, And and I'll buy it for the movie just because, you know, friends lied to us. I kept thinking that people could live in New York and have their own bedrooms, and (laughs) you mostly can't. Um, but it's it seems like a nice apartment to me. But they say they're what, three months behind on rent. Yeah. 
there's a hilarious nut shot mm-hmm. where Mario drops a tool belt on Luigi's balls. <laughs> <laughs> Luigi, by the way, is like, what, 12 and Mario is 97? About <laughs> It feels like it. Like, they're definitely a different generation of guys. Yeah. It's not like a big brother, little brother thing. It's a, uh... No, but... Uncle, nephew thing. They're... I think they might still technically be brothers, but... Well, because they explain it later at the, uh... The most Italian restaurant in the history of time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when uh, Mario like, adopted Luigi, so he's sort of his father, but it's also his brother. Yeah. And they actually even say, like, he's my brother, he's my father, he's everything. Yeah, Um, but it's never really clearly defined how how they're related. Because I mean, it it I think in the end, I mean, according to the the all the other source material, they're brothers, obviously. Like the the, the 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 Super Mario Brothers Super Show. I just I need them to be closer in age. Yeah. I feel like you can have there's a lot of lanky, taller, the same age as Bob Hoskins actors who could have killed this role. Yeah. Although, as I said out loud, no, they couldn't have. It's a Because <laughs> um, in the movie, he's written to be the... Uh, he channels Kino from Ninja Turtles 2 a lot. I feel Which like... Which one was that? I, I I, that, was the, that was the human kid who knew martial arts. He's the same guy from Surf Ninjas. It d- doesn't matter. Um, okay, that's fine, because I haven't seen that movie in like 25 years either. And channels knows mostly. He's just, he's got to be like, he's the teenager archetype guy yeah. who gets excited about stuff. And yeah. He, he's like yeah. adventure. Yeah, exactly. And yeah, he's, he's awkward around girls, that sort of thing, which he is definitely, for sure. Yeah, he's also just lazy and kind of dumb, because he's... Yeah. I mean, you, the, the opening scene, Mario's just like, on the phone trying to get them work because of three months beyond that, right? Luigi's like, I don't want to go to work yet because I'm watching the TV show. Yeah. 
even though he haven't had a job, according to the narration, for like three weeks. <laughs> <laughs> but right now, I'm watching my stupid TV, so it's season on already. Yeah. Exactly. So, they get a call. They have a job yeah. where they have to go. Yeah, they have to go to a restaurant mm-hmm. where dishwasher broke or something. Or something. I think it was the dishwasher, yeah. They establish on the way over that Mario is a skeptical type because he does not believe in alien dimension or in alternate dimensions or brains turning into cheese. Right, yeah. <laughs> So he's the skeptic that's fishy. It's like Agent Scully, he's not, but Whereas of course Luigi is the believer. Yeah, he believes anything. Boost literally everything that's yeah. said <laughs> to him. Seriously. <laughs> so they go to this restaurant or whatever. Yeah. And Luigi is driving and he decides that he knows the right way to go. But it ends up he ends up going through like a bunch of like back alleys and that sort of thing which ends up costing them more time I guess because by the time they get there there's another plumbing company that's beating them to the job yeah which is not how contractors work no I've I've hired maybe three in my life, but if you called, like, two different plumbers the same job, and one showed up and the job was done, you don't not owe them money. They just don't have to work. But you called them out and they came, like, yeah... I I don't I don't quite know how that works behind that. What it's it's probably best to not think about it too much. No, I mean, it, it's fun. It's kind of fun. You have to just like insane race to get any money thing, and I get it. But it's also not. Possible at <laughs> Yeah. I don't know, it's not, it's not how plumbing works in my experience. Uh, that's fine, it's not hyper-realistic. That's fine. <laughs> <laughs> um, the, the, yeah, the deeper into this 
this movie we get the the less realistic everything gets. I also wrote this down. The the van has those sliding doors that they must just leave open the entire time like UPS trucks or Yeah. Uh ice cream delivery trucks don't you know leave those giant I'm not a mechanic. You know the kind of truck. The giant freaking box trucks. <laughs> so, they're driving out of this truck with no doors, or the doors are tied back. They never close the doors, but they lock the back that you can walk into from the front. It has all the tools in it. <laughs> And they make it a point, like, they show a shot, specifically of my locking up and then walking past the van with the doors off. <laughs> 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 it's no door. That's all. Sorry. That's <laughs> what are you doing, though? <laughs> I, I I did not notice that either actually, so that's I'm right I'm going to have to watch this again. Oh yeah, you should watch the movie um every year on Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> it would be my present to me. Is it New Holidays? Uh right now? I'm trying to think. So I've got the, the vaguely offensive, like... My friends watch Boondock Saints every St. Patrick's Day. Yeah. Do we have any Italian holidays that I can bastardize Mario Brothers? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. established they just say 
my class is is we're digging for bones. They don't say what class what? or what. I don't think program. it's a class. They feel like a team from the university, but with like government backing. I so I do that here. Like they'll yeah be building another stucco hellhole out in Algrove or in Thomas or literally any direction. Or in Sacramento, California, it's eight times the size it was 20 years ago. <laughs> but if they, you know, dig up a, um, what was the local tribe? I don't know, actually. I know they had that famous grinding rock thing. Anyway, I'm utterly ignorant of uh, my own geographic culture, but <laughs> uh, when they ever find, you know, broken pots or human bones or anything cultural, they freeze construction and the state actually, like, reimburses them and says, okay, so... You have to build elsewhere because we're gonna cordon this off and spend however many years we need to digging everything up and categorizing it and making sure it's not someone's sacred something or other. Right. Which is not how things seem to work in Brooklyn. <laughs> because it's just the university posturing and saying you can't build here. And then this mafioso, like, construction crew leader straight up threatening to murder yeah, her. Murder her in her sleep, basically. Yeah, cause he says, like, what? So all these girls have been missing, you know. You'd hate to be one of them. Yeah. I'll kill you. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's basically. Yeah. It's, he doesn't say that man looking guy. It's implied. Or Vince McMahon looking guy. <laughs> With the uh, slick back hair. Who's the WWE guy and who's the uh, late night guy? Late night is Ed McMahon. Okay, so Vince McMahon. <laughs> I apologize to Ed McMahon. He's fine. <laughs> um. <laughs> oh, jeez. Okay, so same company. There's a dinosaur bone dig site. There's a blonde girl in charge. Instructions shoot guy straight up threatens to murder her. Mm-hmm. So she goes off alone. Yep. <laughs> In search of a phone, which. Considering how far she apparently walked, I would. I'm surprised there weren't more phones closer to Schwartz. Is it all the way across the Sure. I don't know where exactly. Showing shots of the broken bridge to tell us where they are. 
Yeah. But I like there's four times to show the bridge. I can't tell if we've switched shores or just switched sides of the bridge. Yeah, it's I don't I'm not entirely sure either. I mean just I mean, even even then, even if she well, I don't think she would, but all I would think is that if she got once she got off the dig site, it's still there. It's still 1993 or thereabouts, so there are still payphones. Fairly common, I would imagine. Yeah, so she's probably pretty close. I can't tell. But so it seemed like she was walking for an awfully long time just to find a payphone. It might actually be really good at conveying distance if you know New York. I've only been there once. I I mean I fled almost immediately. (laughs) I will say that this this movie has kind of an odd sense of time about it. Kind of like Resident Evil, but it, it feels like time is kind of, it, it kind of shifts around in a weird sort of way, like maybe the next scene that we see after she leaves the dig site is several minutes in the past, and then they're leading up to the oh, point where she walks Right, because the Mario Brothers' car is breaking down. Yeah. Because, uh, because Luigi fucked up again. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Drove through some garbage. Probably shit got clogged in the radiator or something. Yeah, it's been making that noise all week. Yes. Hasn't checked it out because yeah, he's an idiot. He's yeah. actively trying to sabotage the business. <laughs> uh, another example five seconds from now. Um, <laughs> oh, this is where we're introduced to uh, Iggy and Spike. Yes. Who I was actually really amused by. Because <laughs> um, there are these two guys, uh, we don't know it at the time, but you know, spoiler alert, you should have watch this. <laughs> um, <laughs> There's two uh, guys from Dinosaur Dimension, and they have. I thought a pretty good gag, gag with New York hot dogs because you're not from there. And you know, guy walks up and he's like, he assures me these are made of dog. <laughs> <laughs> so they throw the buns away and they're just like eating the wieners and sort of like. So, we're following this girl. It's like, which girl? I don't know, they all look the same. It's pretty funny. Um, I think I think his exact words were something like, "She has two arms, two legs, and a head." That's the girl, right? 
like, hey, yeah, sir. So it's a plot piece of the guys that are behind all the missing women because they're just grabbing anyone of a certain age because they can't tell people apart. Yeah. The one kind of funny, kind of terrifying. <laughs> the one thing I will note about their their introduction and then the, the subsequent times we see them up to a point is that whoever did the score for this did not even bother with subtlety. Like, they, they have this kind of, like, silly-sounding kind of dopey music playing along whenever you see them on screen. It's like, it's like the bulk and skull sort of Yes, it's exactly like that. It's exactly like that. It's like, okay, you get it. They're gonna be bumbling, they're gonna be idiotic, and that's about all we have for their characterization in the moments. Because I've seen bumbling and idiotic before in every movie where there's two goons with names. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> pretty much true. But I, I kind of like this one better because they have a better reason. Like, they're creepy lizard people, I guess, in human skin or something. I don't know. Or they're just... I never understood the dinosaur people. They're just dinosaurs involved in people. I think they're like a sort of super... Virgin evolution or something. I, I think they might have actually just been kind of like if lizards had continued evolving over the last 65 million years. So they shouldn't be uncomfortable in their skin. They should no. But they're uncomfortable in the world. So, you know, they're trying to move their car out and so it's parallel parking next to them so they just crash into them and they don't understand brakes and stuff. Like, it's... Well, it, it makes... It's a little amusing. It makes sense when you actually see the, the parallel universe as a little awesome. bit. <laughs> okay, so, um... So they try to grab the girl... They fail. She doesn't even know they're there. They just fail in the background or walk into class or something. Yeah. Because uh, they don't know about class, which also <laughs> makes sense considering the other world. Yeah. Yeah, and then Luigi's uh, on the phone checking their answering machine. Have another job, he gives it away because he's actively trying to sabotage the business. <laughs> <laughs> well, he gives it away because he sees the girl whose name, by the way, I don't think we mentioned is Daisy, which has the same name as the, the girl that Mario rescues in Super Mario Land. No, 
not Super Mario Brothers, but... Well, she's also the... She's Luigi's girlfriend in the... What, the Mario Kart games or the Smash Bros. games? Yeah. Winter Bridge, the, uh, the tennis games, at least. Yeah. So when it branches out, there's Princess Peach, who's with Mario. Daisy, who's a Luigi. Peach yep. used to be Toadstool. I guess she's Peach now. Well, Pe- Peach uh, was always Peach in Japan. They just, for some reason, I think because of the whole Mushroom Kingdom, I think they changed her name in the U.S. to Toadstool. I never she got the Mushroom Kingdom thing. Because the, their, their mushrooms and because the Goombas are mushrooms. Well, the, this the, is in the game, so the, the mushroom retainer characters, the toads, are. I don't know why they're called toad, but they're. They have, like, the mushroom hat on. Maybe? But, like, the Goombas are clearly mushrooms, Toads are clearly mushroom-esque. Yeah. Peach slash Toadstool's just been a blonde lady forever. Yeah. I forget exactly how the, the games explain it, but, well, I mean... And is, is Mushroom Kingdom made of mushroom people, or are, like, the toads actually fungus men? See, I'm not entirely clear on that either, because I, I... It might be a combination? I don't know. I keep changing the world in the games, too. All of a sudden, you're in, like, galaxies and a world where tar is evil and a world where... Yeah. Penguins are people. I don't know. Yeah. Best not to think too hard about the... the... backstory. Well, I'm sure that there are websites out there that can explain it to you much better than I can. That's with fair. my limited knowledge of the games. That's <laughs> fair. Okay, so Luigi gives away another job on purpose. Well, he he, he, you know, he he doesn't give it away. He's listening to the phone, and then he sees Daisy. He doesn't pay attention to the job that's being uh, that's, that's on the phone. And he just hangs up. He's like, "Oh, pretty," and then he just like gives her. Yeah, but he's, he gives what? He's he's basically giving it away to another company, but he's just basically ignoring the job. Well, Mario fixes the radiator because he's the only one who's keeping the family float at all. Yeah, exactly. 
It's around this point that I realized I really like Mario, the character. Silly adaptation as he is, like Bob Hoskins Mario's like, I would watch a show about this guy. Honestly, for for me, it just in general, Bob Hoskins portrayal was my favorite thing about the entire movie. Yeah, it's like and this is why I don't like I get why people hate this adaptation. I already don't quite get why people hate his movie because I love watching this guy do his dopey life. Yeah. <laughs> it's just, I like the I mean he's 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 dopey, but he's also surprisingly capable as a plumber. Yeah, and this general fix it guy. He's super capable, he's super charming. And he's also incredibly angry at times. But that makes sense because he's New Yorker. Well, yeah, so. well he sees people like kidnap women and he's gonna bash her head with a wrench. Yeah. That's because he's a hero. <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, I get it. I, I, I enjoy his character a lot. And he's, he's being dragged down with this complete Parasite of an adopted <laughs> son. <laughs> Just ruining his life every opportunity. <laughs> he needs to but he's, another story. But he's super patient. He never tells him he's ruining his life. He's just yeah. sort of like, well, this is how you do things better. Yeah. <laughs> also, how he's talking helps a lot. Yeah, exactly. Okay, so... Luigi's leaning against the car. Just... Creeping on this girl. She's... He's on the phone, he's just sort of like staring at her from four feet away. <laughs> Super <laughs> obvious. <laughs> um, and Mario tries to get him to talk to this woman if he's gonna creep on her all day anyway. <laughs> and eventually he does because Mario Yes, yeah. and even even then, Luigi manages to stumble over his words, like something like he says something like, "Nice to meet me." I mean, nice to meet you, or something along those lines. But it's like, oh gosh, it's <laughs> real risk. Which is like, off of her Women are being grabbed off the streets 
Mario's like trying to lure her into a van. Mario is a guy with a with with a mustache, only a mustache. It's a great mustache. That's a good mustache, but still, it's not a human mustache. It's, no, it's, it's not. It's how mustaches are supposed to be. Yes. Back, back 20 years ago, yes, definitely. But yeah, he's basically just luring a, luring a young college student into a van with the promise of dinner. <laughs> and she goes, yeah, of course. But while well, she goes and with this guy's been staring at her, Mario uncreeps her out enough that she'll be near Luigi for a ride <laughs> to avoid being kidnapped. Basically pressures her to asking her out. Pressures him into asking her out. I love these weirdos at this point. Mostly Mario. And she asks her dinner, so Dade takes her to get spaghetti. Of course. <laughs> and as you mentioned before, the most Italian restaurant in the history of Italian <laughs> restaurants. The red and white checkered tablecloth. <laughs> and there's. Well, not violin music. What's the instrument? Is violin? The super. I know, I know what you're talking about, but I don't remember every every mob movie ever song. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, the most spaghetti. With Mario and his super hot 20 years younger than him girlfriend. Yeah, I was like, oh, okay. I mean, I get it, he's a charmer, but. You know, which I, I didn't get at this point, but I get it like 20 minutes later in the movie. Like, yeah. Yeah. No, definitely. He's Mario. Mario. Yeah. <laughs> Which they explain their names, but it's Luigi Mario and Mario Mario. Which, um, what? <laughs> they try to explain how they're related, which they aren't. But they are. But kind of. But not. Yeah, I mean, she's... So, Daisy was abandoned as a child because she was left in an egg at a nunnery. She knows this except for the egg part because nuns 
hid the egg and made her a costume out of pieces of it. And she's not going to know about the egg until she goes north and finds her fortress of solitude. But, um, <laughs> but Luigi was also abandoned, which I think would have come up in the sequel. He might also be a lizard man. Well, no, because didn't he? I thought he said his parents died or something. Ooh, I didn't write that down. I don't remember for sure. I thought he just also didn't know who they were. I cannot remember if he said that he didn't know who they were or that they died. I don't remember. Um, I'm gonna have to go back and watch the movie to confirm this. Because I may be wrong. And if also, I am, for I'm the utter pleasure of watching Silverfires. <laughs> of course, I want to see the. I want to see that. The 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 sword, the sword hand, whatever. Yeah, <laughs> I need to see that. So good. I need to see that. I want to get one of those for my apartment. <laughs> this is super obscure reference. This movie everyone hates. Just plunges on the wall. And occasionally, I might use it to plunge down. <laughs> So, so, Luigi is Mario's adopted son, or Mario is an actual relative who took him in after his parents died, or something. He's helped raise him, he's also apprenticed to him. Yeah. Mario the plumber, Luigi's not a plumber yet. He's just yeah. a guy who has learned what all the tools are called. Yeah, basically. Uh, what it seemed like. Yeah, so um, they have this huge um, info dump. <laughs> about why Daisy wears this pendant, which is a rock she's had since she was a kid, and it's all she has left, etc., etc. Yeah. Uh, remember this for later! <laughs> then Luigi, John Leguizamo, Luigi is gonna. <laughs> Walk her home, and Mario takes his girlfriend home. By which I mean to her home, where he gives her goodnight and leaves. Uh, which, in my experience, is not how adult relationships work. But also, I'm not a knight. Like Mario is. Because he's the man we should all aspire to be. Um, and I realized the 
to watch the full movie but I'm not even being very sarcastic <laughs> this guy's yeah um although not super careful because he drops her off a little ways down the block from her apartment or down spooky staircase from her apartment and then drives off before watching make sure she gets in okay which is a bad move because Iggy and Spike grab her yep because they think that she's the princess even though she's she's a woman which is true but it's true She's got a similar sort of haircut, and, you know, she's about the same height, same age, but... And she was just having dinner with the princess, so wherever they're getting the information, it might not even be bad. Yeah, exactly. But other than the fact that they're maybe about the same height and about the same age, they're, they're no, they're, they do not resemble each other at all. But then again, that's again spike for you, I suppose. Yeah, I mean, it's, well, they're cousins, right? They're not brothers or anything, so it's, it's fine, whatever. Actually, since we're talking about again spike, can I just, have, have one little pet peeve about shoot, that. Shoot. Why did they only name one of them after one of Bowser's kids? Like, he, he, Spike is not, uh, is not one of the Koopalings. Is that? Nope. I didn't know that. Like, if they had picked any of the, like, if they had picked, like, Larry or Lemmy or something. I would have been fine with that, but it's like Iggy and Lemmy or Iggy and Larry or Larry and Lemmy would have been good too, even though they're cousins, but whatever. But Do you know all their names? Uh, let's see. There's Larry, there's Lemmy, Iggy, Wendy, which is the girl, but so that wouldn't have worked. Um, Roy Ludwig Ludwig von Koopa, of course. Of course. And I don't remember the last one. But I'm ninety-nine percent certain Spike was not one of the we should look it up later because if it is right then I angry uh, emails from Spike fans angry email probably <laughs> yeah no one listens to this no. <laughs> but if you do we appreciate you and you yeah. send us angry emails telling us how to we suck when we get things wrong exactly uh, <laughs> we'll appreciate you for that that's, uh, I mean, I'll feel important. I thrive most out of spite. 
So, I was really condescending back, like, actually, it's a podcast where you can listen to me, um, and then alienate everybody, that's what I do, it's true. So, uh, Iggy and Spike kidnapped, um, I can't remember her name, not Daisy, not uh, Daisy. They kidnap her, take her. I don't know if her name was ever even mentioned. It, her name was mentioned for sure. I just. Incongruously hot girlfriend. Sure. He's kidnapped. Yes. Who works at a tanning salon. Alright. And that's all I really know about her. Well, she's Italian. That's for sure. Because she talked in the same kind of accent as Mario. I also don't know how ethnicities in New York work. Everyone seems hyper aware of it. I'm from California. I don't know. I think this was just kind of... This was a fairly stereotypical... I should have said something different. It's just a stereotype of, of, of New Yorkers and Italian New Yorkers in general. Yeah, I just, I just, I don't know. Here everyone's just white. Or not white. There's two races in California. <laughs> <laughs> It's just how I see the world, okay? Um, That's fine. That's fair. Um, I guess. Why did I agree to that? (laughs) Why did I let that go? Ah, whatever. No, we just, we don't have, like, ethnic neighborhoods. I mean, we do. But it's always with first generation immigrants don't speak English yet, that's the division. It's not so much traditional 80 years back, this neighborhood has always been this ethnic group thing. Yeah. Here. Mostly because none of our neighborhoods are years old. It's all stuff to help them with some Anyways, Daisy takes Luigi to this awesome cave. <laughs> well, it was it was the dig site. Yeah, and it was like it was like he's walking around. She's like, "Hey, do you want to take a detour and go like tromp around in the?" <laughs> You're not qualified to be <laughs> And of course he says yes because he 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 says he's interested in the topic, but I mean he might be legitimately interested might, in the topic. It's interesting. 
same half mile, quarter mile or something, just because you're not, you're not always that close to one of the feet of the bridge towers. Yeah, you know? So, I mean, I was, I was, I mean, either they did that or I was very impressed with Luigi's Hoods because he got there. He got well, some days out that she kept yeah, up. Yeah, exactly. She was like, okay, I'll ban this too. <laughs> and then I'd be actually, well, I don't know if they took the they took the van back, but I would be very impressed with Mario's foot speed to get back there at the same time. And with the, and they all went up there at the same time back to fix the pipes. I Mario can run really fast. Yeah. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> so they plumb they plumb the hell out of this they fix the pipes. The Diggy and Spike are there lying in wait, and they just murder them <laughs> with like wrenches. I, or, yeah, I think it was. Or no, flashlights. Right, yeah. So they hit them in the back of the skull with mag lights, which, for the record, audience, kills people. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. Skull fractures kill people. Yeah. Don't do it. <laughs> uh, I was so disappointed that we didn't have a wrench fight here because both Marvels had wrenches, <laughs> but I got snuck up on it, so it didn't work. They got Daisy, murdered Marius, but they're okay. <laughs> Because they had extra lives in stock. And then describe this scene for me. Where they where they're following Iggy and Spike. I guess when they get to the end of it, because there's this passage whatever, it's carved by water. It looks like at the standard sort of cavern that would actually be super explored and have spelunkers in it all the time if you had a cavern that nice. Yeah. That close to the city, but whatever. It's a secret river carbon cavern. Yeah. Um, that they take it on into. And then there's a wall. Yeah. It's a stone, it seems like a stone face wall. Like, it's just kind of, it seemed normal. And then, there's noise coming from it. And then she keeps poking her back face. Her face pops out of there a couple times which is actually it was funny enough to me I noticed that it was sort of a 
a callback to the thing when Luigi had one of those. Remember those, these, the, like those, those weird things that had the brains in them? Yeah, all those you could You could mash your hand into or put your face yeah, on. What are those called? It felt like, I don't know what it was called, I had one of those when I was a kid. But it was basically, it felt like a callback to that, oddly enough. Because she's all, and it felt like that, it was just sort of like an after effects thing where you like, pixelate and enhance noise enough that you sort of get all grainy. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's 1983, I don't like Played about special effects. It was just it was <laughs> weird. It was a weird thing. It was weird. Yeah. Luigi jumps in after her. Mario says not to because you don't He's want to show his drop faces and lips and die. <laughs> yeah. But he doesn't die. So then Mario follows him. And Bob Hoskins acts the hell out of this scene. <laughs> because this, this idiot teenager he's responsible for just jumped into a rock face and something he's never seen before happens. And he just like, he psychs himself up and just does it because like, well, now I have it's, it's good, I don't know. <laughs> He's got no reason to follow this idiot. <laughs> Except that he is the guy he's responsible for, so he's going to do his thing and it was stupid. It's really well done. I, I love Bob Hoskins. <laughs> he's a great guy. It's the best teleport sequence ever because he falls through a Winamp visualization <laughs> for like 30 seconds. <laughs> it's just like, compare those side by side. That's what it freaking is. It's like, Sort of, kind of fire and brimstone looking, but not really. Yeah, but it goes all like rainbowy. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, it's awesome. I have to watch this movie again. They <laughs> pop out in a cave, step out of the cave, and they're in. A perfectly regular town, <laughs> except with <laughs> neon signs and rags tied to everything. <laughs> it's, it's sort of like a super cheap Blade Runner. I try. I feel like there is a lot more fire in that area as well. It's Sparks and oh, yeah, like burning barrels and stuff. That, yeah. Well, because all the cars are like these weird bumper car things where yeah. they have those prongs. 
I don't know how bumper cars work, but prongs sticking up. Like, you know, bumper cars drive their electricity from the ceiling. That's why they have these, right? Yeah. These have the same prongs sticking up just into air. So I don't know how they are. I'm guessing it's similar to how it is in, the, in our world. Like, I don't know if it's gasoline or if it's electrically powered by the by the the, the road itself. Dinosaurs never died in this one. They can't have fossil fuels. Maybe they found a way to um, to to get their cars to run. No, no. I was gonna say that they found they found a way to make their cars run on water, but no, because water is a very scarce resource. But they they seem to be electrical. They seem to be like cleaner burning than ours are. Yeah, and better in every way, except they don't have brakes. Yeah, um, <laughs> it's like seven cars, seats, belts, or anything like that. Yeah, so it's this weird combination. Like it's chaotic world where everything's hyperviolent because they're all lizards and they don't care about each other. All these giant bumper car things going around, but they've discovered the perfect green energy somehow. <laughs> um, <laughs> at the same time, <laughs> I don't know how it works. <laughs> I don't either. Uh, there's no wrench fight. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, they have these little, like, uh, this is pretty cool. Instead of rats in the alleyways, they have these little, like, the copies from Jurassic Park. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's just sort of a nice touch. Which, Um, also, I wanted to mention this because I was curious about it because I know that Jurassic Park was released around the same time as this movie. It was actually just released two weeks after this movie came out. Oh. So So Jurassic Park ripped it off. Yeah. Exactly. Stole its entire... (laughs) Those (laughs) bastards. I think it might have been the same puppets. I think it might have been slightly better quality puppets. Well, the puppets were pretty good in this, I thought. Yeah, a couple of them were really, really cool. Like, the computer effects were distractingly terrible. (laughs) Like, the rubber puppet things were... Yeah, I I will say that I thought, yeah, 
I don't know if it was the same company. I doubt it was. But they did a pretty good job with a couple of the with the of the effects. Yeah, oh, unironically, like, this was these were pretty good puppets. Yeah, they were, I mean they were just skidding around the background and eating garbage and stuff. And so it was pretty good. Mm-hmm. And they, you know, this lady's pushing around a, a carriage with a egg in it and it's weird it's it's very like this is different they make some joke about how Manhattan's changed or some stupid New York thing (laughs) (laughs) I haven't been to Manhattan in a couple weeks maybe they changed or something like that yeah it was it was one of those. It was a New York joke. I'm yeah. Sure, it's funny to people who know. <laughs> <laughs> so, sudden cut to Dennis Hopper explaining casually the nature and history of his entire world <laughs> to his assistant who also lives there. <laughs> because because uh, it's that movie. It's that yeah. Well, he's also glazing his hands. Yeah. Like, I, what was that? I think he was trying to. Um, He's trying to like sanitize them or something, right? Because apparently in this mo- in this universe, Koopa is a germaphobe. Well, and there's that fungus everywhere. Yeah, that too. Which is geez. what the ra- the rags tied to everything is supposed yeah. to. Yeah. So like the entire city is like subcanvas. Somewhere between Spanish moss and just that film that develops equally traditions wet for too long. <laughs> uh, which is conveyed by tying, I think, just torn up plastic grocery bags to everything. Probably. But it kind of works. Yeah, it does. It's very sort of, uh, I mean, the 90s loved goo and slime and stuff, so it's just, yeah, that, again, pretty much, always forever. <laughs> um, it's somewhere between, like, what, Ninja Turtles and Aliens 2 for the level of slime used. It's not... Yeah, uh, yeah about that much. Uh, Ghostbusters 2, there's River of Slime. If you like slime, 90s are the <laughs> 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 So there is 
because I just realized there's one thing we forgot to mention. Who? About the one, one, when they were, before they actually jumped into the portal, or the wall, or rock face, whatever you want to call it, I think Daisy stuck her, she actually stuck her head out, and they tried to pull her back. Right. But they ended up grabbing, yeah, they ended up grabbing the little, the little rock thing around her neck. Right. So they have this rock that's very important. Yes. Apparently. Well, because, and we know it's important, because does Hopper's about to explain how important it is? Exactly. <laughs> because what... So not only did the meteor smash a dimension into existence, it's also magically keeping the dimensions apart by not being intact. Yeah. So this rock necklace is the piece of the meteor that's the only piece he hasn't found yet. Well, I I think it was just that the entire meteorite actually survived except for that one little chip. Unless, unless I'm beside, I misunderstood, because it seemed like he, it didn't sound like he was collecting it. It sounded like it was whole except for that one little piece that fell out. No, I mean, no, you're right. I, just, I assumed it was whole because they've been putting it back together. Oh, Just because right. that's less dumb in my mind. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's fair, yeah. But, in this movie, this is not a dumb movie. So they wouldn't have made a mistake like that. Of course not. Um, <laughs> So he needs this rock because he wants to combine the worlds because their world is just a huge desert and Manhattan for some reason. Something like a, like a, exactly a dystopian Manhattan. Like the Twin Towers there even. Like it's definitely Manhattan. In fact, his office is in the Twin Towers. Hmm. I didn't notice that either. But God, I missed so much in this movie. <laughs> no, it's the World Trade Center, and he's he just hangs out there. I completely um, missed so much. Because he's a reptilian, and they're responsible. Illuminati confirmed. Okay. <laughs> sure. He's got levels. There's a right. Marxist thing, there's a Illuminati thing. It's the smartest movie of the 90s. 
I'll take your word for it. I need to watch it six or seven more times before I understand it on a level for you too. That's bullshit. <laughs> so his plan is he's gonna combine the worlds and take over the other one. I don't know how he plans to take over the other world. Well, because they have the technology. Unlike our world, they have the technology to devolve creatures. Uh, they can still be shot. Yeah, but they have. Yeah. Our rifles are so much better than their rifles. <laughs> They shoot slow-moving like cobs of fire that go 40 feet. <laughs> but he's working on a, on a, on a, on a, on a, a de-evolution de gun. Boy, finish is one, remember, it's the... Yeah, I mean, it's later. But he's, he's working on a super song from... Yeah, exactly. I, I noticed that exactly. Yeah, it's and it's like, oh, it's exactly the same. But you know what we have that can still beat that is a regular <laughs> <laughs> Well, yeah, we'll, we'll talk about what happens. He's, just, he's, just, he's got a couple square blocks of one city. Gonna try to militarize and take over the entire Earth, but it's not gonna work. He doesn't know yet. No. He's an innocent, sweet babe from another dimension <laughs> who doesn't know how violent ours is. <laughs> um, he thinks his dimension is violent. Uh-huh. Yeah, I mean, we see how. Plumbers do against their goons. Like, I think an average New York neighborhood would burn the shit out of these guys <laughs> without calling the military. Uh, yeah, but he doesn't know that. Uh, so he wants to command the worlds, so he'll rule them, he thinks. Meanwhile, on street level, my brothers are getting mugged by an old lady. Yep. Well, it was it was great because she walks up and they're they're looking kind of panicky, and she says, "Oh, you boys okay?" And they're like, "Oh yeah." No, she no she. Says like, oh, the streets are dangerous around here. You should be carrying weapons. Like, yeah, we probably should be. Are you boys carrying weapons? No, we're not. Then she pulls out a gun and says, "Stick them up!" And she shoots (laughs) one of them. It's like, oh, and she kills one of them. Except he had an extra life, so he respawned. She tases them or something. Yeah. Well, because their weapons are shit. That's the thing. Oh, yeah, I know, definitely. She has this. Because 
in the United States of America. <laughs> if an old lady was mugging someone, she would have like a revolver that would fire a small metal slug through his organs, killing him. But because it's Coop York, Coop York, whatever they call it, was it? It was. Um, they were. They had a specific name. The desert is the Koopahari Desert. Right. Uh, it was like. Oh, Dino, Dino, like Dino Hatton or something weird like that. I think that was the official name for it. I call Dino New York. No, not. That's very old. But because their weapons are terrible, she shoots them three times. That's the equivalent of our worst taser because he doesn't even lose bowel <laughs> and then she gets knocked off the balcony and falls into By this a random lady. Yeah, I know. But it's but I think it's funny that she she gets knocked off a balcony. She falls into a car and then she immediately shoots the guy who's in the car. Because she's trying to rob him. And <laughs> six more cars crash into it. <laughs> so it's, I mean, it's pretty great. So you get the impression that this is a world full of like hyper durable, extremely violent people. But, uh, so they, the rocket's stolen from them. They can't hold on to anything. The rock is immediately robbed from them yep. by this lady. And then another lady robs the old lady, takes the rock. Well, it was, it was actually the, the old lady failed in her mission to rob them. But then shortly afterwards, they were into a very large black woman steals the rock from But them. she's the one who throws the old lady into traffic, right? Was she? I think so. Possibly. Like, it's a, it's a double mugging. Okay. She's getting mugged, then... Is it Bertha? Big yeah, Bertha? Big Bertha. Like, walks up, and throws her into traffic, takes the rock, and then... Jet boots across the alleyway. Yeah. And saunters away because she has jet boots, which won't come up later. Nope. Not <laughs> um, just a thing to throw in. Nope. Not in the promotional artwork or anything. So. I <laughs> I I really like the setting. Uh, I wrote down the reminds me of Gears of War, which I'm playing right now, so it's probably the top of my mind. Meets 
Blade Runner meets the state fair? <laughs> kind of. I'll take your word for it. I have not been to the state fair in about 15 years. So I down in New York. Alright, I'll take it. I'll just, you know, there's bumper cars and costumes everywhere and everything looks sticky. I, uh, yeah. Everything's kind of terrible and loud. <laughs> really colorful and everyone's wearing, like, you know, weird, brightly colored bondage gear. So, uh, then they get arrested. They get captured for... So, okay, so, th- so far there have been like five capturings in this movie. <laughs> um, both their dolphins have been captured. Now they're both captured along with the random street busker. Well, they, they uh, uh, I think before that, they actually, they, they smash cut back to Koopa's, uh, headquarters. Okay. And, because the, the Spike and Iggy show up, and they say that they brought the princess, they brought, because they brought the whatever, I think they said that they brought the princess back and then he goes on a diatribe about how I think before that he goes on a diatribe about how he needs both the princess and the rock in order to get the meteorite to activate so he can combine the world she has to combine for some reason and then they show up and they say, we got the princess. And then he says, do you have the rock? And they, they shuffle their feet and they're scared. Right. And then he yells at them a lot. And he asks, what Is this happened? Is this random mud bath? I think this is before that. I think okay. the mud bath is a little bit after that. Because at one point they come talk to this hopper, he's just like, I'm nude, come in. He's <laughs> in this just giant vat of mud. He's hanging out with mud. He has some weird line about mud. He says something like, mud is both, I love how mud is both clean and dirty. Same time. What the hell is this? Okay, that's later. So, but but I I believe he actually, but they actually tell him that the plumbers took the rock, and then he puts out an APB for all plumbers ever. Which, I don't know how they're going to figure out 
Alright, so since so my guy's plumber alert. Yeah. <laughs> he has a yeah, what? it's it's a, it's an all plumber bulletin or something. Right. Actually no, they fight they figure it out because they're getting they're getting uh yelled at by the street busker and then they are he gets arrested for uh, negative song lyrics about Koopa, and then the police guys see that Mario is wearing his plumber's belt, and they arrest them because they figure oh, he's wearing he's wearing tools around his uh, around his waist. He's a plumber, right? Because his tools are really important. Says that earlier, like they were oh, his yeah. father's tools and his father's tools, and yeah, keep them with you and treat them like friends, and they'll never let you down. It's a whole, it's like, it's like not real talking about Serenity a lot, <laughs> except it came first, so so really, Yet another Serenity. <laughs> Ripped off. This Another movie. successful franchise that was a lot to Mario Bros. Mm. Not a surprise. Super Mario Bros. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> so I love this setting. Uh, the interesting. There's another info dump. All the rags everywhere are the old king. The other prisoners ex- casually explain reality again. <laughs> uh, and this busker, this random guy, knows who they are and where they're from, and everything about like Earth. Well, he they might have they might have explained all that stuff to him in. The cops between, yeah, like between their the, the the police car ride to the jail and when they're hanging out in jail because because it seems like so the busker knows about the other world. Also, by Indian the way, Spike. Sorry, the busker's named Toad. Just. Yeah. Oh, that's Toad. Yeah. That's oh, just. Yeah, I know. Um. <laughs> so okay, so so Toad knows about our world. Yeah. Iggy and Spike know about our world. Koopa and Jessica Rabbit, Miss Koopa. <laughs> Know about our world. Yeah. We're a severe disadvantage already. <laughs> like, <laughs> like and I guess they must have had people infiltrating so they would know all this stuff. What I don't get is why are they playing a dramatic invasion? They can already walk right in. And look perfectly human. It I think, doesn't. 
I, I think it just, I think it just is because of Koopa's bombastic nature. Like, that's, that's what he does, and that's how he's, he wants to run. Maybe, but I just want to point out that in this movie we have a predictive, ruined World Trade Center uh, secret spies in our world who are secretly reptilians who are feeding information back into another dimension so they can see our natural resources. Illuminati confirmed. Okay. I see where you're getting. Yeah. Okay. It's actually kind of awesome as a setting, I think. Right. Did you know some people were secretly dinosaurs? Universe of sequels could do it. <laughs> they could. Yeah. Sure, yeah. Anyway, the reptilians or Coopers, whatever. And they know everything about us, we know nothing about them. Blah, blah, blah. It's important, I think. Yeah. And so, oh, I think at that point, uh, that's when they summoned the Mario Brothers from jail. They, they, they're, they're gonna take him off to, to have, no way. Oh yeah, I forgot they was for council. I forgot there was a scene before where they get defungus, defungled or whatever. Yeah, they just get like like scrubbed down. Yeah, they get down their pants. They get yeah, they get they get basically a fire extinguisher spray down their pants and then they get slimed at the end which is I guess supposed to be clean or cleaner something weird well it's a weird so, so the entire prison is I like how this was set up it just looks like it's another chaotic uh, weird <laughs> Koopa prison yeah, where it's sort of like a dog kennel and they just have all these cages on top of cages. Yeah. Where I guess you... Again, like rabbits at the state fair. Or, um... <laughs> those, those animal shows at the state fair where you just sort of like stack them up and then the top ones poop on the bottom ones and there's... Maybe food or whatever. Yeah. Uh, Seems like it. Yeah. So they're they're summoned to to go have a council with someone. I can't remember if it's before or afterwards, but they also they're shown the 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 de-evolution machine. Well, it's after. Because remember, the lawyer is secretly uh, Koopa. Yes. 
says I'm not Cooper. Like, I mean, they don't know that Cooper's even a guy, so fair enough. But yeah. he says he's a lawyer. Yeah. He's like Larry Lizard. Something like that. Um, I forget exactly. Anyway, Dennis Hopper's a joy to watch. <laughs> <laughs> He's having so much fun with this. <laughs> well, actually, he looks like he's having no fun with this. He looks like he resents being there. Yeah. But <laughs> he's, I'm having fun with this. <laughs> Yeah, because he's he's perfect. He's over the top and he's really convincing. Yeah. When they don't immediately tell him where the rock is because he's like, you know, I'm your lawyer. It's it's lawyer client privilege. Tell me yeah. where hit the rock, but you the rock, where you the rock. They're like, Wait. <laughs> We don't understand anything that's happened to us ever. Yeah. And he gets mad and starts crushing Luigi's head. It's pretty cool. Yeah. <laughs> and they take him down to, instead of executing people, they have a de evolution chamber which turns them to small head Nazis. Yeah, which are the Roombas. Yeah. Which was a, an odd stylistic choice, I would say. Because they're like, they're, they're like eight feet tall and have heads about the size of, like, baseballs? Yeah, about that. Which, I mean, I guess it's just like actors inside a prosthetic head and shoulders thing with a little puppet at the top. They're probably puppeteering. Which looks pretty good. I just don't get the why of it. Yeah. Um, except just as soldiers, like I said, limits the number of areas you can shoot to kill. Most of it's body blows or limb shots or something. Yeah. But I don't know. Makes them hard to decapitate, I guess. Makes them hard to headshot. Makes them hard to, uh, Cheaper to helmet. Um, actually, I wasn't. I wasn't. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. <laughs> no, I'm just. There's a lot of benefits to Goombas. I'm yeah. thinking of like if if my head was third size, it's current size. The barbering motherless. <laughs> I was kind of curious if it was actually puppetry or if it was CGI. It's puppetry. Are you sure? 
because it looks fantastic and the CGI is terrible in this movie. That's fair. I mean, I, again, I know I've said this before, but I need to watch this movie again. Well, just, we've seen the CGI. Yeah. It's 1993, so the CGI is super obvious and really bad. Yeah. And the heads are pretty good and don't move that much, which usually means puppets. Except when they they smile or nod their head or that kind of stuff. But like they have the the clear three or four points of articulation on the face and then don't move besides that. Which I think means puppet because Okay. CGI, you can usually tell because it goes overboard. Like every freaking cell of their face moves without having any emotion whatsoever. That's true, yeah. I hate CGI for the record. Like modern CGI, Gollum was pretty good. Yeah. For the most part, then falling apart. Yeah. I'm, I'm not a fan. No one's face is that fluid. Like, preserve <laughs> your fellow mammals. Exactly. We don't put that much energy into every feeling we have. Yep. Very much. <laughs> so... We see them turn Toad into a Goomba. And then, uh, yeah, because they've all evolved from lizards, so they de evolve them into lizards. Yeah. Well, different kinds of lizards? Yeah, because there was another kind of. I guess it just depended on the, on the era. That they were that they were being devolved into maybe. Well, cause there's two kinds of goombas. It seems like there's the roundhead ones and the like duck-looking headed ones. Yeah. And then Dennis Hopper says he was evolved from a Tyrannosaurus Rex. Actually, that was, uh, sorry, I'm glad you brought that up, because that's one of those, that's not one of those little things that bothered me about this movie, was he was talking about how, you know, all, all creatures evolve from single-cell organisms and all that stuff, and then Mario's, what single-cell organism did you evolve from? And Dennis Hopper says, Tyrannosaurus Rex. It's like, it's the largest single ever. Whatever. Is it true that ostrich eggs are a single cell? I believe so. It's a big ass cell. Yeah. That's. The tangent, I just... You can have big... Never mind. Uh, it's, it's still, it's like... 
Christmas Rex is not a single cell organism, but I, I get what he was going for, well, but I mean, still... It's, it's also just very basic, like, different members of the same species did not evolve from different animals. Like, we don't have E-word yeah. orangutan, and I was a silverback, mighty silverback gorilla. <laughs> that's, not, that's not how identical organisms work. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. It's yeah, so they. Punch and the 
guard blocks and then he just like knees in the ground as hard as he possibly can. So it's just... It's just a brawl. I like it a lot. There's no clever plan. They just punch the guy Which is another, you know, supporting anecdote for my he's not gonna take over our world guys <laughs> yeah like, if you need them in the balls with your regular human strength they die <laughs> we're fine <laughs> they suck yeah that's why we evolved and they died out <laughs> um, Same thing to Koopa, it doesn't work on Koopa. Fungus tries to give them a bob on. Did it take it or did it take the later one? No, they take the later one. Because, because, uh, Mario's like, don't touch that shit. You know, you don't know where it's been or something. So they escape. They steal a police bumper car. Yep. Slash bulldozer. Because that's the thing in front. Yeah. Or cow catcher? Yeah. Cow catcher. Yeah. And they have this chase scene which I like a lot. Which I guess is they're not Mario Kart. Because they're, they're bashing all over the place. They're bumping into each other. And I never thought about it that way. Knocking their cars into stuff. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's not overt. They don't throw shells or anything, but it's it's pretty Mario Kart. Was it? I I feel like I don't know if this was before Super Mario Kart came out. I think it might have been actually. I don't know, 1983. Cause I don't know when. I don't. I think Super Mario Kart came out after that. Because the Super Nintendo was released in America, at least in 1992. Well, it might be lying through my teeth, but I thought it was Mario Kart Man. I not. I don't know. I don't know. I'll have to look it up. They escape into the Kupahari Desert and are only saved by the fungus, which provides like a little sticky bungee cord thing. Yeah, exactly. Like they're they're driving off of a cliff, basically, and uh, Luigi just says, Trust me! And Mario yells at him. Why would you trust him? Yeah, no, he's he's, he's suicidal and terrible and yeah. possibly sociopath. Yeah. <laughs> but they the 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 fungus saves them and they jump down and wander into the desert. 
through the next yeah. while. And so now I, I feel like they're in a situation where, okay, the princess is in the castle. The castle being Dinosaur Manhattan. Yeah. And they're out in the world. Except they don't spend any time there because almost immediately the goons get sent after them again. Those yeah. two guys. But apparently the the D evolver also re evolves or hyper evolves or whatever. Yeah. Puts them in there so they can get smarter. Yeah. Which, they don't actually get smarter, but they start using the source a lot. I think they become more more book smart, but they still stay the same as far as wisdom. Which is not how knowledge even works. Like, yeah. you don't increase capacity and then know more shit, you can learn more shit after that, that day. Yeah. Why do we even have schools? <laughs> <laughs> we need this technology instead, right? I'm just saying that's not, that's not how having a high IQ works. It's still how you learn shit before you know it. Just do it faster. Anyway. Uh, yeah. But they're not actually smarter, they just use bigger words. Yeah, because uh, they send them out and they're immediately unable to... Uh, that sounds weird. They can't catch Mario Brothers. Well, um, they, they, they have this... What I have to believe is one of the strangest cars I've ever seen. Because it's, it's like... it's. It looks like one of those, um, like a weird sort of like RC toy car thing that it looks like they can barely drive in the first place. Like it was, like it was made specifically for that scene out of random car parts and it barely works. And then they try to drive it and immediately drive off a cliff. Which we didn't see beforehand, but apparently was there right past where the camera shows. This seems that way. I don't know where they filmed them, but it looks like a, a legitimately inhospitable, dangerous desert. Oh, yeah. What I don't get is that Mario and Luigi seem to get lost in it right away when they were in the city a quarter mile ago. Yeah, um, I... I mean, 
it's it's established later that the city is the only place it's the only spot in the entire desert that has life yeah the desert like, the rest covers of the world yeah but they they're lost and even though they're striking out straight from the town that they're planning to go back to I don't know because I mean there's a good line that goes more it's like oh just pick a direction dad over there Okay, that looks nice. We'll die over there. (laughs) (laughs) That was actually pretty funny. It's like, yeah, it's in the desert. Mario gets and Luigi doesn't. (laughs) But what I don't get is how either of them can't just go back to the city, which is huge right there. Yeah, I think think at that point they still think that there's more life out there past the desert and they're trying to go somewhere and formulate a plan to try and save Daisy try and find the something ice world or the big world or the yeah exactly (laughs) the the pipe world I mean that would fit for them when 
random other Koopa's assistant, Lady Koopa. Yeah, when she when she takes Daisy off to be to I don't know why she why she removed her because at some point Daisy was tossed back into like a sort of her own sort of jail cell with all of the other women who had been kidnapped, including Mario's girlfriend. Yeah, and some randoms that, yeah, don't have many ones. And then she was, then Lady Koopa took her and gave her her mother's old dress, which looked suspiciously like the dress that Princess Peach normally wears in every single game. Which made me think, is Peach supposed to be Daisy's mother? Or, like, what are they doing? Are they just, were they just alluding to Peach with the whole dress, or like I, I, I think how the whole um, Daisy Dynasty uh, would have worked would have been gone into in the sequel that was tragically never made. Probably, um, yeah. So probably would have not learned all of that if only they got the funding they so desperately needed. But we failed them. America failed them. I feel terrible. Because I do know that this movie didn't even make back half of its budget. Really? Yeah. Because I, I actually did look it up on Wikipedia, I will admit, before you got here. The movie, it cost like almost 50 million to make. You can see where it went though. Like the oh, set yeah. pieces are great. Yeah. It cost like 50 million to make and it only made about 21 million back. So. Is that yeah. adjusted for inflation? Cause that's not much at all. No, that was not adjusted. That's, uh, that was I like, think like today, even if it was a bad movie with that sort of name, it would make easily like a hundred. I feel like we watched a lot of really bad movies, just like how much did Prince of Persia make? Uh, I don't know, but probably a lot. Yeah, well. No, maybe not. I don't know. I'm not much of anything. But you can see what they blew the money on. Like, the puppets are great. Yeah, the practical effects like flamethrowers and firebombs and stuff. Yeah. They wreck a lot of cars. Yeah, there are a lot of explosions. Because it's fun! (laughs) (laughs) I like that. If I ever win the lottery, I'm gonna get this. No, I need spot box. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's not gonna happen. Yeah. Well, 
Apparently, they were also considering trying to get Danny DeVito to play the role of Mario, but he declined for some reason. You know, Bob Hoskins would have been great Luigi if Danny DeVito was Mario. Yeah. That would have been a good pair. That would have been amazing. I I even like John Leguizamo in most things he's in. Yeah. He's perfect for this role. This role annoys me. Uh, <laughs> but Mario's the charming character. Luigi as written sort of just there. This is not John Leguizamo's a bad actor. John Leguizamo's terrible with the role or anything like that. I just... A different Luigi altogether would have been better for me. I just yeah. want that on the record because it's not his fault. No, it's definitely like, not. Like whoever played Anakin Skywalker. It's not their fault, guys. Like, <laughs> exactly. are a holistic product with a bunch of different things going on. <laughs> not his fault. <laughs> spiky chair. So we see, yes. Oh, see Lady Koopa. Right. Legit pretty creepy. She has this, like, neck thing, it's like, mouth thing. Yeah. I don't know if she's supposed to be Birdo or something, but, like, it was cool. She creeped me out. She, I forget her name, but she had a name that wasn't anything in any of the games. So, I... I don't I understand. Know. She had this, like, this very, like, lizard way of doing it. So, yeah, like, thin-lipped pecking neck twitch thing. Yeah. That was, that was... I was legit kind of creeped out. Yeah. Like, that actress who I've seen before, I forget her name. I don't know. She's been a bunch of things. Anyway. Solid. Yeah. Yoshi Puppet? Solid. Very cool. Everything about this movie? Fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> and then Cooper comes out and directly rape threatens Daisy for no reason, but then leaves. Yeah. Sort of just comes in and he's like, just say no. No choice, and then leaves. <laughs> uh, <laughs> really weird. Unsettling. Yeah. Very um, much so. At this point, the naked mud bath has already happened. I don't remember. Right. But that was with Koopa and Lady Koopa. Yes. And I don't remember when. But it was before this point. It was, I think it was before he, 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 he re, or super evolved the Spike and Iggy. I think it was before that. 
I forget exactly what. Maybe it was after. It was directly after. I was still being all stupid because I came into the mud and were like, yeah. Ow. They're so pretty stupid. Speaking of, they get captured by the Mario Brothers. Yes. And explain the whole situation like, we need the rock so we can combine the worlds and destroy your planet. But if you give us the rock, leave it the girl. And the Mario Brothers are like, yeah, that sounds good. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I think it's, it's, they're, they're, they're starting to kind of realize that Koopa's plan is not exactly a great one. <laughs> so I think oh, sure, go back to Brooklyn and get murdered. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, they, yeah, they decide to work together and they go back to, wait or, oh, Iggy and Spike are realizing Koopa's plan isn't good? Or yeah. the Mario Brothers no, are realizing Iggy and, Koopa's Iggy, and Iggy and Spike are starting to realize that uh, Koopa's plan is terrible. You know, like, the Mario Brothers like, he's not gonna take over the world. You guys are idiots. <laughs> Die on you in the groin. <laughs> yeah, come on over. <laughs> I don't know if they ever forty seven more plumbers on my block. We're <laughs> gonna <laughs> So they they head back into the city. Yeah, cause they're gonna they're gonna go back and do all this. Get the stone because there's all these steps to like to get the stone. You gotta go to Big Bertha's. You gotta steal from Big Bertha. Take that to Hopper. Trade it into whatever. And you know it sounds like the movie's coming to a close, but I uh, look at the time at this point and it's half over. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's, it's like we're we're less than an hour into the movie. <laughs> And the movie is an hour and 45 minutes long. It does pick up a little bit after this, but it's, it a, it's a midway point. Yeah, really. Okay. Uh, so right. this part I just wrote, and I was like, holy shit, this movie's only half over. <laughs> I actually, I, I realized, I noticed this because when I, when I watched the movie, um, it actually, for some reason, the movie uh, froze when I when it were when it were at the uh, at the point where where Daisy meets Yoshi for the first time. I don't know why, but my my version of it froze, and I had to close it and restart it. And I looked at the time and was like, "Oh, I'm like 50 minutes into the movie." Jesus Christ, I'm not even halfway through. So it's at this point that I um, showed for sure that 
Koopa lives in the Twin Towers because it zooms in on it. Um, so I don't have any notes for the next five minutes because I said, uh, Koopa's office in the WTC, secret reptilian, Illuminati confirmed, <laughs> then spent a while drawing a little pyramid with an eye on top. So it's not, um, I forget what happens right after that. But I know that Mario murders two garbage men with a wrench. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> he does, right? Like, they go in the dump. Oh, well, no, they have to get. They they get the they get the rock first because they have to go to the they have to go to the club. I thought they got back into the city by killing garbage men. Oh yeah, they did. Yeah. Right, you're right. Yes, they did. So they go to the dump. These guys are working hard, trying to make their city clean. Mario kills them with a soccer wrench. <laughs> and steals their outfit. Yeah, and then he steals their outfits. Or he steals their masks because they're wearing masks because they're garbage men. Makes sense, actually. In that area, we don't give our masks because we're American. We don't care about our yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, yeah. Carson actually pretty good money. It's fine. Yeah. It's true. Whatever. <laughs> so yeah, they they sneak back into the they sneak back into the city. And then because it's a kids movie, there's a lot of strippers here. Mario's <laughs> 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 just killed two guys at the ranch. And now strippers. <laughs> well, they go on this. Yeah, they go into a club. I think it was called the Boom Boom Club, which again reference to Mario Three. It's fair enough. Yeah. But that's that. That's one of the things that kind of bothers me is the naming conventions, but. Was Big Bertha like one of the bullet bills or something? Big Bertha was the giant fish that would follow you around in the water stages. Oh, yeah. Weird. Yeah. I'm not sure I see the relation. It, again, naming conventions. It's like they just kind of threw in random names to remind people of the games. It's the same reason that they 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 have like sometimes they have just random sound effects going on in the background that are sort of from the game. Yeah, I noticed that. Like there's one in Dennis Hopper's office. There's yeah. just like someone nearby is playing the game. Yeah, it's like there's there's one point where he's talking to the chief of police 
on a video phone and in the background of the chief of police's video you can hear someone getting one-ups it's like I was like, the one-up sound is playing. It's like, it's something a useful tool for police force. Oh, definitely, for sure. Just, I don't know if that's supposed to mean that they're actually gaining extra lives or if it's just random background noise. We also ordered a pizza at one point. Sort of yes. Yeah. Like, it's a gag that they bring back later, and it's kind of funny, but I don't know why it's happening. Yeah, it's, he, just, he just gets it, and I was like, there's... Just to, like, emphasize how disgusting lizard food is, because, like, instead of sauce, they get, like, dino blood. Yeah. It's like, like, do you want that with tiny lizards on? Like, of course. Yeah, it's like extra tail, no mammal, something. Yeah, it's, and it's like whole the onions or something stupid like that. Yeah, know. and it's, I mean, it's, it, it's stupid at first, but when it comes back, it's kind of funny. Yeah. So, so Mario is gonna seduce Big Bertha to get the thing back. Because yeah. he has the speech Luigi like, Don't worry, I'm Mario. I can make anyone wanna fuck me. Because <laughs> it's a kid's movie. Yeah. Um, and then he proves it Really effectively, I think, is Bob Hoskins going out there and being super creepy. Yeah. But super charming at the same time because he's Bob Hoskins. Well, I mean, the, the first time, their first interaction, he introduces himself to Big Bertha. She immediately rears back. Punches him in the face, knocks him out. He's wearing his like, and then walks away. He's got his turtleneck and his gold chain and his like leisure suit or place or whatever you call it. They had some. They had some clothes that Iggy and Spike apparently have. I think that's what they said. Which fit both. Somehow perfect. Yeah. Which one of them said that they had it was an outfit from his ex-wife in Spike or something, which is amazing that they got married at all. Pantsuits. Yeah. It seems like because Mario had a yellow pantsuit Luigi's was pink or purple, I think. Yeah, but it's like, it's one of those, those pantsuits and like the blazer and the turtleneck and the gold yeah. chain, just very like, yeah. I don't know how to describe it. You described it pretty well. It's like great. He's super handsome. <laughs> <laughs> and Big Brother picks up on it because when he comes back, 
He's like, I love the way you hit me in the face. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then she's then she immediately was like, okay, dance with me or something. Yeah. And then it's and then really immediately, <laughs> immediately a slow ballad starts picking up, and then they actually dance. I was like trying to get it, but like he tries to bite it off her boobs. He, he dips her. And then he's reach, he's reaching down, trying to yeah, he's trying to like grab it. Yeah, it's like it's it's it's, it's just, her cleavage. He's just molesting Yeah, basically, he's trying to bite it off for cleavage. He's like rubbing her neck to try to get the knot. She's fine with all of this. Well, she doesn't notice it because probably no one's danced with her ever. <laughs> Considering, not, 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 I'm not saying that it's bad that she's, she's a large black woman, but she also has, she, she's wearing a red plastic metal molded outfit with giant red spikes all over it. I'm just saying if she's like she punched him in the teeth when he first touched her because it was unwanted attention. Yeah. She danced, danced them, he immediately starts like motorboating her and she's like this is fine. Now this is Fine thing for you to be doing. Like, I mean, whatever. It's it's just it's a really strange, also kids movie. Yeah. <laughs> Everything is weird. There's a lot of there's there are a lot of boob shots in this one scene. Yeah, and there's and there's like weird dinosaur strippers. Like one's got like weird scale ribs or something. I have hey, to watch this movie again. I don't remember seeing that at all. It's, it's such a weird place. Yeah. So okay, he steals the rock back at some point successfully. They immediately lose it again. <laughs> well, because because the I guess it's like the owner of the club spots them, and there's they're they're still at the vault. They're at the APB out for plumbers. Yeah, and she spots them. She calls. Lady Koopa comes in with Goombas. Yeah, they and throw it back. They forth. They decide to do. They. They. It's like they decide to do like a weird football play or something where it's like 
they run off in different directions so they don't get caught and then Mario tries to huck the, the crystal towards the crystal the meteorite towards Luigi and it gets caught on like a an overhang or a or a, uh, a scaffolding or something and then she just picks it up she's like okay bye she's like nah. yeah and but I mean they held on to it for literally 45 seconds yeah it's like this is the the third time someone stolen the rock in this movie mm-hmm. uh, uh, what yeah they're, they're, they're not they're not good at that particular part of their lost on job they're not good at that yeah keeping important but I mean stuff. it's like it's an inch and a half long keister the damn thing yeah. it's fine <laughs> I'm just I'm just saying put me in that situation it's been on my butt the whole time. <laughs> no one's taken it. The losers, they don't even know about human butts. Yeah. Because they got one cloaca. Mm-hmm. I think. Is that true? I, I don't know. I Audience? Is <laughs> anyone there? Feel, feel free to comment. Tell me if I'm right about Lizard Coicas re my butthole re crystals. Send your angry <laughs> emails. <laughs> Please. So <laughs> uh, so then they the 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 she the lady Cooper sends the Goombas after them. And it turns out Big Bertha likes him now. Cause, yeah. Cause, cause he monster while the dance. He danced with her and motorboated her and did all sorts of good stuff. So they go into a side closet and she, ho- she holds the door closed while they're like three Goombas trying to knock the door down. Which is pretty impressive on her, her right. part, I would or say. Or the goons just aren't very strong, because... Yeah. All of these well, people seem to suck. I would feel... I would think just by... By just the law of, you know, mass and motion and that sort of stuff, they would be able to knock the door down pretty easily, even if she's blocking the way because yeah, they're much smarter than the body strength they sort of just toddle along like they barely ever use their arms yeah and then of course uh, the thing that obviously never came back uh, comes back the jump boots yeah Cause they're in 
like the coat check rooms at club where everyone has their jump boots hanging out. <laughs> so they take him, they serve, they're, they're alright. They, they look like, um, sort of ski boot things with little pneumatic kind of lifts on the bottom, but the thing is, so there's there's a false bottom to the boot that sort of springs up about six inches, which you'd think would be the jumping mechanism, but it's not, because yeah. jets come out and that thing just sort of dangles there and then acts as landing gear. It's yeah. weird. I, I, I feel like someone designed it to do a very specific thing. They're like, oh, cool design. We don't have the budget to make that work, but we're going to use it anyway. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I don't know. Looks like fun. I'm sure I want some. Oh, definitely. That would be awesome. So they they fly up out of the club and uh, to not to safety because they fall into another garbage truck. Actually, yeah, and uh, that's a, yeah that that's the brilliant plan to get into. The headquarters to hide in a garbage truck. Yeah, and it works, right? Yeah, of course. Right. Yeah, no problem. Yeah. So they're. Because they're bringing all the garbage in the city to the castle? Because that's how most businesses work. Like, bring us your garbage. We have more garbage, we can pile it together and then never clean it up. Again, <laughs> <laughs> um, we just saw a dump. We know they take garbage out of town, whatever. So, yeah. So they they get out, they find themselves in the boiler room. Yeah. And they got a plum. Of course. Which I love again. Because, <laughs> like, okay, we're plumbers, we can plumb. They're going to try to freeze the dinosaurs out? Yeah, it's it's oddly brilliant, actually. Because they're cold-blooded. Yeah, exactly. And they're like, and, and, of course, Bob Hoskins knows this John Leguizamo doesn't. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but, so you what? Do they jack up the air conditioning or do they just turn no, off the heater? They actually turn off the heating. I believe is what they do. But it's great. Oh, um, yeah. And it's actually something that plumbers could do. And it's, it's fantastic. Mm-hmm. Um, they find their iconic uniforms. Yeah, in the locker room for plumbers. Yeah. Still on board. 
Look at that could happen. Definitely. Uh, it's the first two they grab, and if it's both of them, weird, but whatever. <laughs> I forget at this point if they're still wearing the the rocket boots. I think they are. I think they are, but they take them off at some point before they would be handy. Yeah, that kind of bothered me a bit, but... It's it's weird. What? There's something with an elevator. There's, there's two elevator gags. The first one's great, but I didn't specify like this for now. Like this elevator gag is great. Oh, okay, yeah. So they they get in the elevator. They gotta go up like 97 floors. Yeah. Two goombas come in. They just sort of have to really awkwardly hide behind them. And that's really funny when it's just the two. Yeah. They overdo it later. And then it falls apart. Yeah. Or eventually. More eventually get on the elevator until there are like eight of them I think yeah and then but meanwhile it cuts to cause it's gonna come out in a minute right. cuts to the the Iggy and Spike who are getting arrested because they're talking about like the proletariat and how the cast system isn't working because they got artificially injected with hyperintelligence, and now they're burning bros. Hint! Um, <laughs> it's awful. <laughs> and now they hate. It just now occurs to me that Hopper looks like Donald Trump. <laughs> <laughs> In this one, mostly yeah, just the blonde corners, actually, yeah. So they're getting arrested. Cut back to the elevator, now there's eight. Yeah. Or something around those lines. And they... And it's for done with the hell's happening dancing. Well, <laughs> okay, because for some reason, they, they have the same song that was playing in the, in the, in the, in the Italian restaurant is playing in, is being pumped in the elevator because their reptilian spies have been jacking our culture for like 20 years. Yeah. From the very top where they're secretly running it. Illuminati confirmed. And, and Luigi has the brilliant idea of uh, making them dance because it, I believe the exact quote was, 
Everybody loves to dance. So, in order to get out of the elevator without being noticed, he starts swaying one of the Goombas back and forth to the time of the music, the rhythm of the music. And eventually that one starts swaying without his help. And then he looks at Mario and he's like, you do the same with your guy. And Mario does it and it starts working and then they start working on all of them. And eventually there are eight Goombas swaying back and forth to the music. And... Mario and Luigi's climb out of the hatch of the roof. Yeah, this, which is probably something they could have done anyway. I mean, but it's, it's a cutesy scene. I don't hate it. What? Yeah. It's that they don't notice the first time someone has grabbed them behind and is swaying. Thank you. 
which is kind of adorable. Yeah, like he's this nine foot tall monster and he comes back with his big smile and he's like, I didn't invent <laughs> And then he gets lit on fire for his troubles. Yes. Immediately. By the other Goombas on her. Yeah, exactly. But she puts him out. She has a fire extinguisher for some reason. I yes, and he's little her forever. Yeah. Even though, because Koopa said, you know, they're strong, they're stupid, they're loyal, but they're not actually loyal to him. Yeah, they're just loyal to whoever's nicest to them. Yeah, which is not loyalty. Especially if he's an evil mastermind. He's <laughs> to everyone. Uh, anyway, she escapes with Yoshi on her own. She's. I think Yoshi just kind of disappears. Yeah, and then he just finds her again later or something. Yeah. It's weird. Yeah. Um, she goes to. Slimy throne room. Oh no, with Iggy and Spike. Yes. Yeah, because they're also being dragged off and they help her escape. Yeah. And then say they were secretly on their side all along? Which, is that them lying? Or is that... I think that was supposed to be a plot. I think that was them legitimately changing their minds. Yeah, but they were saying, like, they had been secretly doing it for a while, right? I don't remember if they said that. I I think by a while, I think they meant since since they were evolved past... Oh, gotcha. There, there, which was maybe a couple of hours ago. Okay. Because I'm pretty sure this entire movie takes place over the course of maybe a day. Seems like Um, two days. Tom's finding a place to sleep or eat or anything, so. Yeah. It's hard to tell. It's hard for beans and spaghetti dinner. But, yeah. Got ruined. Didn't get ruined. It was fine. Immediately afterwards, things went out. Yeah. Which. Is very much two different movies. Like, once they go through the portal, everything's different. I would kind of watch a sitcom just about the characters from the first half hour of the movie for a long time. Like the weird spaghetti guys. Because it's right around now that... uh, Well, okay, it's a little while in the future, but uh, that Daisy runs with the Mario Brothers and tells Mario, like, hey... Your girlfriend's here too. He's like, we was gonna go to WrestleMania. Oh Oh, god, I forgot. 
forgot about that. <laughs> I want to see their life for like 45 minutes. Because that sounds great. And now I get why she loves him. <laughs> WrestleMania. <laughs> my stereotype in my head is it's a guy thing, but whatever. <laughs> <laughs> so Yoshi's still alive. He's got a nice signal set. The fungus king is immensely powerful. Mm-hmm. He's been helping them the entire time. He's much more effective as a king now that he's fungus. But it's a cursey move because <laughs> he's omnipotent, omnipresent, and can save everyone. WrestleMania. <laughs> and then we have another round of capturings. Once again, this is capturing number like 7, 8, 9, and 10 in the movie, I think. About that much, yeah. Because Iggy and Spike, Luigi and Daisy, uh, Lady Koopa, who's been rebelling right. Also yeah. captured at this point. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's cause... just cutscenes back and forth. People being captured. Right. Oh, that room. Yeah. Cause... Presumably, Big Birth has been captured. Because <laughs> <laughs> there was a point where, 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 where Koopa, or there's like some alarm, alarm going on. There's some, some, something is happening. Yeah. Ever and since they were in the boiler room, there's been an alarm going on, right? Yeah. But yeah. then there, but then Koopa finds out that there was, I don't remember exactly what happens, but the police chief informs him that, that he gave the order to, to capture someone or kill someone oh, yeah. via Lady Koopa. Yeah, because because she's the one who actually gave the order and then he figures yeah. out, oh, she has the meteorite. She's she like, wrong. So, well, well, I'm capturing anyway. Arrest <laughs> <laughs> her! I think it was, yeah. So everyone in the entire cast of the movie, except for Dennis Hopper, Bob Hawkins, are captured at this point. 
mean, I mean, Mario's almost captured anyway because he finds he finds all the all the girls who have been kidnapped. Yeah, and he gets he gets his girlfriend's attention. To her. Yeah, you see her in conversation. Yeah, and then she decides to point out point him out to one of her friends, who immediately screams at him. Well, because they have a plan together, Mario and his girlfriend. Like yeah. They lock eyes. They immediately know, like, okay, things are going to be okay now. It's at this point I just wrote down, Mario and his teenage girlfriend have a really healthy and mutually respectful <laughs> relationship. <laughs> because they do. Yeah. Um, Okay, I trust you because you're Bob Hoskins and you're a plumber or whatever. And he's like, okay, I trust you because you're my girlfriend. I know you and I know you can handle this. They accidentally bring in a third who's not part of this wonder couple. Yeah, she fucks up immediately. Even after <laughs> they both tell her to shush. Because she's like, she goes, and then he goes, and I think his girlfriend also did the same thing, and then she just yells anyway. Right. It's like, come on, take a hand, please. But it doesn't matter, because Bob Hoskins says he can ninja into this place. (laughs) (laughs) He's above everyone. No one sees him, no one hears him until he gets their attention. And then he swings down on like a rope or a, a drape or... I think it's like a weird harem drape or something. I forget exactly. And just... Ninja kicks the Goomba in his like two inch wide head perfectly. <laughs> Uh, And the girls take out the other Goomba, and then they all escape down a huge ventilation shaft on a mattress. Yeah. Which is frozen, so they have to luge down it. Mm -hmm. Which is also from the Right, because you can do it on every slope to come to speed, guys. Uh, I know you can do it at Mario 64. Oh, oh no, no, right. I remember Mario 3. Right, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Again, nod to the game, nod direct thing from the game. Yep. But they lose down this pipe. And they're followed by some Goombas who are also on another mattress. Yeah. Which was kind of... That, that was a, a pretty crazy and chaotic scene. Because, I don't know, it was, it was cool. But I was like, okay. It was phenomenal. <laughs> Because they're going down the pipe, which of course has uh, stalactites formed. 
Hi, Skittles. Hi, Skittles. frozen. I mean, I'm still impressed that that managed to happen in what seemed like the course of like 20 or 30 minutes. Yes, yeah, Skittles managed to form. There's that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Although they have been, to their credit, everyone's been complaining about how cold it's getting for like the last 20 minutes of the movie. Girls in the prison are like, it's so cold. Yeah. I guess jackets. And yeah. Dennis Hopper and goes, I was like, is it cold? Was ordering sweets or something? So it's it's been uncomfortably chilly. Not yeah. I say cold chilly, but yeah. So that I mean, high schools form they in. One of the Goombas gets knocked off the mattress because he, apparently the icicles are strong enough to actually knock someone off of the mattress. I don't know. It didn't seem very good equal to Brim because their inner ears are an inch and a half apart. That's true. And then what is probably my favorite scene of the entire movie, uh, when while they're going down, yes, when he takes a wrench out of his tool belt, drops it in the grate, which is which is directly grate. Yeah, he he drops he drops it. Yeah, right into that grate right in the path of the mattress, which of course the Goombas then run into with their mattress. The mattress flips and drops them off the mattress. It, I think at one point, didn't one land on top of the other? Yeah, they're just, they like just frozen yeah. corpse things slowly sliding yeah. down, and, but not fast enough to keep up. Yeah, exactly. Well, I'm dead because okay, tomorrow's already made this big deal of how it's like his father's tools and his father's father's tools. And when he takes out, it's like looking for the right tool. Takes it out, kisses it before he jabs into it, <laughs> which I like. It's like he's saying goodbye to a friend. It's like this yeah. is his tool. He's had this tool for thirty years. It's like, sorry, this is a tool for the job. And it was sweet. Like, yeah. Like, it's easy to party with it because it's going to save someone else's life. And he's a goddamn hero. So he's willing to do it. It's cool. I love Mario in this movie. I'm sorry. It's, he, it's he, not Mario from the games. He's a perfect man. He's the best character in the movie by far. So good. So yeah, the the wrench turns into a, a, a tire strip. Yeah, ruins the mattress, knocks them off, and then they fly out of the pole, out of the pipe, and then are immediately captured. <laughs> Everyone's captured. <laughs>
Svelthor Capture Tower is up to, um, uh, Daisy, Lady Cooper, uh, Luigi, Mario, Mario's girlfriend, six unnamed female characters, <laughs> Iggy, Spike, Toad, um, Yoshi, uh, and literally everyone with a name, the Big Bertha presumably, <laughs> every character with a name besides the police chief and Koopa. Yeah. Pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because they also land in the lobby where everyone is and they're doing their thing. Um, there's a bowl of bill in this scene. It's like a, it's a, a little... It, it's, it's like the size of one of those Hitachi vibrating egg things. Uh, it's like an inch wide, it's this little cylinder thing. He puts it, I don't know where he got it, but he puts it in his boot and makes the boot shoot off like a weapon. I don't remember this at all. It's really weird. I need to see this movie Because that's when they're held up and then they suddenly aren't held up anymore. It's because he puts a bowl of bill, which I don't know where he got. Maybe I missed that part. Hmm. Um, in the boot and then it fires off into a weapon like kills two of the Goombas or something. Huh. And then Mario... Because he's a ninja. <laughs> um, well, I forget exactly what happens, but something knocks Dennis Hopper into this, like, giant crucible or something. <laughs> that's later. No, that's, that's near the end, right? Isn't it? Yeah, but that's in this scene, right? No, that's much later. Oh. Because at some point... Oh, great, because at some point, um, Lady Koopa escapes. And she actually takes her and all this. I think it must be, because she, she escapes. She goes down to the meteorite. She takes the little the fragment of the meteorite, oh, yeah. the, and she starts. That happens simultaneously because Mario's fighting Koopa while Luigi and Daisy chase her. Okay, right. So it was actually okay. Okay, I okay because there was a point where Mario takes a bomb. He's just, I guess, one just... Yeah, that, that's a little... A second one. That's after this fight. Is it? Well, no, because, no, he takes it. He sets it down. And then it, it 
you know, it, it starts moving very slowly and then it falls through the whatever platform they're, they're standing on. And then it continues on its journey for like the next 20 minutes. Right, it's just sort of like a B-plot. Yeah, which uh, is actually that's my second favorite. That's my that's my favorite plot in the entire movie. Is I do like the mom. Yeah, it's 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 the well, how everyone's afraid of it. It's like an inch wide, it's the yeah. size of a cherry bomb. It it's adorable. And the entire she's like, holy shit. <laughs> <laughs> I, I know, I love there's a scene where it's just walking across the street very slowly, and this guy's in a giant, you know, he's in a garbage truck probably, and he sees it, he's like, oh god, Bob, and he screeches to a halt and waits for it to walk across very slowly, which I presume would take about a half an hour. Considering it walks slowly, I assume he like threw the door open and fled. Probably. They already established the cars in these humans didn't have brakes, so how the hell did he stop? You know what? That's a. Huh. It's like. They didn't even need to establish that, but they did. And now it doesn't fit. <laughs> I never thought about the checkpoint movie. I found the only flaw in you. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyway. Okay, so, so they now coop into this crucible. Which I guess is supposed to sort of resemble the weird upside down teacup with the propeller that Bowser falls around in the thing. So he's in there, again, Bob Hoskins is a ninja. So he, he leaps oh, onto right. the side of it and super yeah. stealthily manages to not be seen by Koopa, who's two feet up there. Yeah. <laughs> Specifically looking for him, shooting like fireballs <laughs> off the edge of the thing. Right, I remember this now. So, everyone else is like, it's Bob Hoskins, he's got this. <laughs> uh, we can leave him alone and get started, unless, you know, kill him through inches or something. Yeah. And while that's happening, <laughs> I don't know why is my head so stealthy. <laughs> <laughs> so as that's happening, Lady Koopa is, she gets the meteorite, takes the little fragment, and uh, attempts to put the, oh yeah, she, she does, in there. she forces it in there, it immediately just, it evaporates, not evaporates, it Disintegrates. disintegrates her and her skeleton is plastered on the wall right behind her yeah, the it's, it's kind of gross yeah like 
again, kids movie, and we just see a slightly like screaming disintegrated yeah. into bones. Yeah. Uh, cool, but I'm like 40, so it's <laughs> 30. 30. Um, you're, you're a little off there. I'm not seven. <laughs> there you go. So I don't know about I don't know about melting people in my movies for seven year olds. After the strippers and <laughs> seduction dancing. Oh, we forgot to mention the reason that that Koopa has not been following Lady Koopa is because he thinks that Mario has the the rock on him, but it's actually right. just some random. Oh, it's, it's, a, it's, it's just a rice. Oh, okay. He pulls his, he pulls his yeah. life off because the, the amulet has the strings. Yes. Because Bob Hoskins is the cleverest goddamn. So it's, it's legit. It sounds like <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm nodding. This guy is awesome. This plumber who's not definitely not Mario from the video games is just an awesome guy. Uh, yeah. And I'm totally on board again. Uh, because Luigi left. Yeah, basically. <laughs> Every scene where it's just Mario, I'm 100% invested in this movie. And I'm not even kidding. So this thing with Bob Bomb, Lady Koopa gets viciously murdered. Yeah, but this. But the two. Her plan, what she wanted to combine the worlds without kid. I think it's because she wanted to be thought that she. She wanted to be important. But no, we all know she did it. Yeah. I don't know. It's, no. It, no one said that she had a great plan. The rock stuck in there. This is yeah. great. Luigi has to plumb again. Oh yeah, he's got to <laughs> plumb the rock out, which I yeah. love. Yeah, um, because they're plumbers, <laughs> and that's the strength of this movie. They shouldn't even call it Mario Brothers. It should have just been how useful plumbing is. Yeah. <laughs> also, dinosaurs. Fuck you. <laughs> so he plums the because he's got. I even I've seen the tool before. I don't know what it's called. Like a spring-looking thing used to unclog drains. Yeah, I forget what it's called, but yeah. 
Daisy helps me. He's gotta use it to pump the rock out. Well, I mean, he first tries like a power drill, and it just bounces right off the rock, right. off the meteor. So he's gonna try to like. Yeah, Chip it's gonna just drill it out. Yeah, it's like, oh, that didn't work. So it just uses the invincible vibranium meteor. Yeah. <laughs> Meanwhile, Koopa and Mario and some Goombas get teleported back to the construction site. One of the buildings gets teleported too, right? Yeah, oh, the, 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 the Koopa Tower. Yeah, the Twin Towers. Yeah, uh, yeah get turned into their wrecked version, which... It's actually oddly reminiscent of 9-11, like it's right in the same way. <laughs> uh, because reptilians know it's gonna happen in the future. Right. Well, they confirmed. Right. It, it's kind of weird though. Like you look at that screen capture specifically, it's... Yeah. It's whatever. It's, it's, it's strange. What's really weird is the, the lone gunman who predicted that um, someone would fly a 747 into the World Trade Center and blame it on Al Qaeda in uh, 1999. Check that shit out, audience. <laughs> the lone gunman has spin off the X Files and predicted the whole thing. Right. I didn't see such Anyway, it was sad. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, so he's following the rock out. Koopa turns Skipel into a chimp. Right, with his de-evolution gun. Yeah. Which isn't sold in a Super Scope 6. Yeah, and it's... it's it's a fun scene. Everyone hates Skipel. He's turning into chimp. Everyone's laughing. What? Everyone's oddly unworried about the guy who turned him into a chimp. Yeah, exactly. Oh. I was thinking, they just saw a man turn into a chimp. And they're not freaking out. They're just laughing at him because the chimp is making funny faces. It was well, I, his I think out. they all hated the guy before that. Still, I would, I would still be alarmed, like, okay, but I don't know the no motives of the guy that just did that. <laughs> yeah, it's like, okay, I've just seen some sort of alchemy at hand. Why? And also how, and also I'm terrified because I don't want that to happen to me. Yeah, I feel like if I was Boston, I would either have fled or wanted to get closer and involved because someone's got magic powers to turn people into chimps. I either need to get as far away as possible or learn this. <laughs> yes. Um, 
Exactly. Like, my world just got a lot bigger than it was 30 seconds ago. <laughs> and so then they, they, they pumped the rock out. Yeah. They, they, they go back to the verse. New York. Yeah. There you um, go. Weird effect with the head, the spinning heads thing. Actually, like yeah, that was that was odd but cool. Cause their their heads appear at the top and their bodies appear at the bottom. There's corkscrewing in opposite directions and meet up in the middle. It's weird. I like it. Yeah. <laughs> Don't know why I did it, but it's cool. Bob randomly kills Koopa. That's oh, right, the, yeah. Because the yeah. climax of this fight they've been getting for like definitely half an hour. Not <laughs> half an hour. Eight minutes. It was at least. 10 or 15 minutes, I think. The Bobum finally gets right under him, and I can't tell if Bobum did it on purpose. It's like a super intelligent bomb, or if it just happened to run out of its fuse that time, because it had fused the whole time. Yeah. Uh, Which, again, it was like a half inch long fuse. That lasted for 15 minutes. Yeah, well, it is wound up to walk, which also lasts yeah. a long time. Yeah, it gets right below Koopa and explodes. Yep. Basically killing Koopa, but not quite, because he pokes his head back out, and then they... They both execution style. They both have their de-evolution guns. I don't know how they both got them. Yeah, I thought there was only one. I guess there were more than one. The other Goombas had I think maybe the other Goombas had them at one point. Uh, Maybe, and then they just took them. Oh wait, no. Also, we know at this point how long the evolution ray takes. Like, you have to hold it on the guy for about 5 to 30 seconds to do anything. Which is enough time to be shot 30 times? (laughs) I'm gonna say... At modern rates of fire? I mean, if you're using an automatic weapon, more than that, I would imagine. Well, that's what the military they'd be fighting to take over the world yeah. would be. We, we, we forgot one other thing. I don't remember exactly what had happened, but there was a point where... Oh, no, I think it must have been to allow Lady Koopa to escape and for Mario to, 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 to for them to go off on their adventures was there was a point where they're everyone surrounded by by all the Goombas 
and then the, the, the toad, the Goomba, comes up right. and starts playing the same song that was in on the, the elevator, and they all start dancing again. Koopa's like, what the hell are you guys doing? You know, that that loss to escape. Yeah, oh yeah. Domino. Yeah, there was actually, I think there was actually the sound effect of a bowling ball hitting a bowling bowling pins in that same. Well, you need that. Of course. Makes sense, but so this movie's basically Secret of Views because I remember that specifically from that movie too. <laughs> okay, so, so he's yeah, he's just Shredder yelling and talking right sorry and knocks him down. <laughs> so that's that's much better. Actually, no, you know what? This movie's the best. <laughs> I forgot where I was at with this one, actually. So, <laughs> so okay, so, so they kill Koopa by involving him into slime. Well, he, he, turns, he turns into a, he turns into a T-Rex first. Well, because they're shooting him and he, like, changes through a T-Rex on his way to, yeah, slime. Which is much weaker than the king fungus. Because if it worked the same way both times, he should now be immensely powerful and be able to slowly take over the city. As largely inert slime. Unless Peach is dead, did. Unless the. Well, Daisy's dead. But Daisy's I'm sorry. It's okay. It's okay. Unless Daisy's dad was a different evolutionary line. Because he was a mushroom person. Yeah, but Daisy hatched out an egg like all the lizard people. Mushrooms don't hatch out eggs. I mean, we don't know what spring full form from the earth what raised them. We don't know what Daisy's mother was, though. She might have also been a lizard person. I think she could crossbreed, maybe. That's why she's the heir. She's the first ever mushroom wizard, possibly. It's one of those things that they probably could have established had the movie had a sequel. Sadly, it did not. Maybe. So, I guess. I don't have a super clear picture of human evolution in my mind. I I feel like the lizards... First, they were single-celled slime, 
and then evolved into things kind of resembling fungus before branching off into animals and insects. Uh, I don't know if, I don't think fungus was a step on the way. I think it's a separate kingdom. Yeah. But I honestly don't know. Like, was there a point where what would later be oxygen-breathing animals were a fungus, and that's what's supposed to have been, like, it came back all the way, like, past dinosaur, past fish, past, uh, single cell, all the way to mushrooms? Why would I think mushrooms would be before single cell, but, or after, right? Oh, yeah, after, sorry. Uh, That's what I'm thinking, like, I think we branched off before then, but I'm basing that on, I mean, when I was in high school and even college, because this is how old I am, this was like five years ago. They changed the Kingdoms of Life thing. Like, there were the five, mm-hmm. and now there's three hmm. based on new genome stuff they've discovered, I assume. I mean, they know what to talk about, I don't. But I no longer feel confident in saying that it branched off around the same time. Okay, I see. So I got you in a fungus step. Maybe it was actually pretty smart about that. Hmm. Although this movie came out way before it, it, it changed the it scene. It predated that by 20 years. Yeah, I don't yeah. know. But I'm just, uh, but I wonder if that's what they're saying. It's like, no, you evolved from all the way past dinosaur to fungus, or if there's fungus people and lizard people. Or it's never really explained very well. Or Or if we both, like, could you also devolve humans to fungus? Because at some point, lizards... Because the, the universe is split 65 million years ago, and the fungus would have been way before that. So at some point, there's a common ancestor. Is that a fungus, or is that just the slime? If it was the fungus, why are we to assume that there was a fungus kingdom of life that evolved back into dinosaurs? I don't get it. Hmm. Question for the ages. Anyone still listening who's a biologist? <laughs> Uh, or any sort of like an evolutionary scholar of any kind, uh, tell me because 
I'm a little ashamed that I don't know anymore. Please send us your angry emails. Yeah, I just, I really want to know. Anyone who was in high school after they made that change, what's the new deal with the kingdoms of life? Monero, Protista, Bacteria, whatever, what? <laughs> I, I, I just I just realized that we don't actually have an email account set up yet. Well, so that send your. We're also not releasing these as we record them. So that's true. We'll we'll set something up. We'll figure it out. Yeah. Yeah. After we see if the. We might change the title again if it turns out we can't get the right email. Maybe. Yeah. So, uh... Okay, so, God uh, turns to slime. Yeah, the fungus, for some reason, turns back into the king. That was strange to me. It's like, because he was being kept devolved by Koopas not being dead. That's a vital part of the machine. I, I guess. I mean, it would have worked fine if we were in a magical, like, fantasy thing and it was a cursed Koopa cast or something, which is how the actual Mario Brothers world would have been movied. Yeah. Under Guillermo de Toro. <laughs> in my fantasy movie, it's never gonna happen. Never said never. No, definitely not. I'm gonna start a petition also. So, as well as your angry emails, please sign my <laughs> Mario Brothers movie <laughs> petition. Guillermo del Toro, Jim Henson Workshop. Uh, it'll be fantastic. Yeah. Have you seen Pan's Labyrinth? Yeah, I actually wasn't a big fan, but I need to see it again. I need to see it again, honestly. A lot of these movies that I didn't like the first time, I feel like I need to see them again because... Well, the subtitles mess you up with the... Not really. Not really. No, the subtitles are fine. It's just... I don't know. I guess I just didn't really enjoy the story of it. But then again... Again, I feel like... A lot of... I feel, I feel like I might have been kind of jaded as far as being a moviegoer ten years ago or whatever it was. I feel like I would get it more... Nowadays. I don't want to tell you how to like it, but I love it. Uh, I, I mean, I know a lot of people who like it, and I feel like, again, I feel like a lot of movies from around that time, like the early to mid-2000s, I was just kind of jaded about movies in general, so I probably just wouldn't have liked it anyway, but I imagine 
nowadays, I, I feel like my interest, my tastes have changed enough where I probably would enjoy it. Like with this movie. Like, I, <laughs> I probably ten years ago I would have said, God, this is the worst movie ever made. Why am I watching this again? Now it's like, okay, I can see why this this movie has its merits. Now it's that we've aged so I can appreciate the wisdom of Bob Hoskins. Exactly. And the calm strength of Bob Hoskins. Yes. And the unconventional sexuality of Bob Hoskins. Yes. <laughs> um, <laughs> And God, he, he carries this movie on his shoulders. He really does. <laughs> you need to see this again. I need to see this again. I really do. Every some of those movies when he's not there to save it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, man. I'm should be kidding. I'm not even you guys. No, it, it, he's it's so good. He's even been as completely correct. Um, I agree with him. Okay, so he's weaker than Koopa Slime is much weaker than King Slime. Bones yeah. turns back into King for no reason at all. Mario Bros. Fuck off to Brooklyn. Also, I did not know this. I had to look it up. Or I think it might have been in the end credits. The, the, the Mushroom King, played by Lance Henriksen, in a very random cameo. Fresh I don't actually know, but I know the name. He was in, he's apparently been in a lot of sci-fi movies, so it's just it was strange to see a, a, a name that you recognize. I don't recognize him off of like other movies, but I don't recognize the name. Well, usually, um, how I'll do the this guy of so and so fame. I'll recognize that guy from that thing, and then I'll have to look up to know what he yeah. was. Uh, I didn't recognize him at all. So I, a, I, I didn't either, but he, lo he looked like he might... I mean, he's, he looked like he might have been someone who... He looked vaguely familiar to me, and the name is familiar, but I don't, I could not, I couldn't name another movie. I mean, I mean, it's really funny. He talks for like a second and a half. Like, yeah. It's a single take. Yeah. Like, it's also, also the same, the, the guy who played, uh, Iggy, I think he looked and sounded oddly familiar to me. I looked him up. His name is Fisher Stevens. 
I don't know anything else he's been in, but I recognize the face and the voice. I was just, I, I kept thinking they might have been the guys from Night at the Roxbury, just because of the costumes. <laughs> I was distracted by the wrong details about those guys. <laughs> Okay, so it must have let me something out. So the Mario brothers go back to New York with Mario's girlfriend. Daisy's yeah. gonna stay behind because she's a princess now. Yeah. And wants to know her subjects and her royal father and she is and all that. Yeah. Um, and if she gets any powers or anything. And probably she's a billionaire over there. I don't know. <laughs> but, uh, Well, I mean, she but does. I've seen that world. It's terrible. I don't know why she wants to stay. Well, I think she's going to try to fix it up. Because the, the end result will figure it weren't most of the problems with it because horrific lack of resources breeds violence and corruption. I think a lot of the problems with the resources was because of Koopa. Because people are rejoicing when he died. Well, yeah, but the and planet fixing shit lasted. that they would have resolved if in the sequel. I'm just saying, if I suddenly discovered that I was a princess, I'd be happy with a lot of kingdoms. That one I might just leave. <laughs> I would take three of the cars and fuck off. <laughs> and Yoshi. Yoshi's awesome. Yeah. Well, I mean, she did sort of have the power. She had the power to open up the the portal between the dimensions. Yeah, and I guess that had, like, a weird, like, old CGI lightning thing that, that painted on yeah. Ghostbusters lightning. What do you yeah. call that? Is that a, their name for that effect? Uh... I don't know. I like the I like calling it Ghostbusters lightning though. It's it's the Star Wars lightning, the Ghostbusters lightning, the Mortal yeah. Kombat lightning. I miss that lightning. We'll need to watch the Back to the Future eventually. The Gremlins two lightning. Love that lightning. <laughs> so we're. We're gonna, we're, yeah, we're gonna have to watch Mortal Kombat at some point, too. Since oh, we're, yeah. We're, we're starting a theme here. Definitely. It's, uh, we should also watch all those other movies just because. Oh, yeah. Because they're great. The new theme could be movies with 
If we run to one of our teachers, they can't tell us we should be home. <laughs> yeah! Yes. Have to celebrate it every once in a while. Oh, yeah. It's 2 a.m. I'm going outside. Because I can. <laughs> so, someone knocks on the door. They're having a nice family dinner with Mario and his girlfriend and his depressed teenager. <laughs> <laughs> Which, that's another thing that I'll bring it up in a second, after we finish talking about the depressing thing. No, just the fact that uh, Luigi is apparently in love with Daisy, even though they've only known each other for one day, basically. It's like... Yeah. Well, on one day. Well, that's some channel on I mean, trauma and stuff. That's, yeah, but I mean, it gets to that point a little ways through after they get to the Koopa Land, where he, it it definitely seems like he he is like basically doing this out of love rather than uh, chivalry and it's like sure. you've, you've had one date with her you know that she is an archaeologist and she enjoys digging up dinosaur bones you know, for whatever reason and I think it's because Luigi, who also doesn't have any parents, is also secretly reptilian. Like, he was struck the moment he got within her pheromone range at the phone. Like, I think there's a... I think the, the reason he doesn't have any other girlfriends... Because he also saved the wrong TV. Like, he could have other girlfriends. But the reason he's not is because he has weird lizard genitalia, and that was going to come out in the sequel. So mm. she's literally the only person who knows his culture because she's raised on Earth, but is biologically compatible with him. Mm. That would sting, man. Yeah. That's. So Luigi. <laughs> I don't know. Respect, uh, bro. But then, I mean, I don't know. That makes more sense to me than, like... So otherwise, he was just... He was creeping on her the phone. That dinner together. And they went down to the cave together. I get why he likes her. Don't get why he's in love with her yeah. or vice versa at all but I mean they wouldn't maybe they would have <laughs> they just threw in that whole he was man two thing I say which I'll have to double check because maybe he wasn't man and maybe he was trying to die or something 
I forget exactly what they said. But it doesn't matter, because there's a knock on the door. Uh-huh. And who is it? It's Princess Daisy. And she's got a giant gun. And she tells them, you're not going to believe what happened. And that's the end of the movie. And Mario's like, yeah, I will. Yeah. And then they Come get... On. And they get there, and he gets his tool belt. Which I love. Because she's yeah. got this of giant, course. like, aliens two gun. Yeah. She's like, I need your help. He's like, I got this. And he puts yeah. on his wrench and his plunger. And then that's the end. Which... Is an actually great scene. I love yeah. this going Oh no, it's great. Like now that he has time to prep, what's he gonna bring? Still the tools. Yeah, obviously. <laughs> 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 tools. Fade out. This movie was fucking fantastic. <laughs> And then there's a stinger at the end. Yeah, I I did actually. I didn't so much love the stinger, but they were doing them before they were cool. That's kind of neat. Yeah. Where it was um, Piggy and Spike are talking to two Japanese businessmen about creating a video game based on their adventures. Yeah, but it's wrong brothers yeah no, it really should have been Mario and Luigi talking yeah I just figured they Leguizamo and Hoskins are legitimate actors they probably had left to go to other movies so that was Super Mario Brothers. Uh, yeah. uh, would you recommend this? Yes. But I would say I would recommend it if you just basically forget everything you've ever heard about the movie. Because I yeah, feel like it's, it's one of those... It's one of those... It's, it's the same thing for me with a lot of with a lot of video games especially like more recent stuff like the more recent Final Fantasy games I want to play I've heard so much negative stuff about it but I'm just gonna throw all that out because I want to I want to Decide how I think about them, which yeah. is the same thing I think for this movie. Is that there's been so much negative negativity about this movie over the last twenty years that if you basically just don't think about it, don't think about all the negativity that's going on with it over the last 20 years and just kind of try to sit down and watch it objectively it's actually a pretty good 
Yeah, I would, uh, I would say you also need to divorce it from the Mario Brothers games. Definitely do that. The Mario Brothers games, with the exception of Super Mario RPG, which is a great one. Yeah. Don't have, like, a lot of plot stuff, so it shouldn't be too hard to do, but just pretend it isn't related at all. Yeah, because other than the names, it's mostly not. There's some nods, but it's not a movie version of anything. Yeah. if If you're... If you're going in expecting it to be like the games, you will be disappointed. And which I think is what everyone did when the game from Moviverse came out. It's based on Mario Brothers games like, uh... Like the 13th Warriors based on Beowulf. It's not. It has nods to it. <laughs> Also, that's a great movie. I have not seen that one either. It's it's also underappreciated. It also made a lot less money than it cost to make. And I also love it. Hmm. Even though it's got some flaws to it. That's like... <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I would definitely recommend this movie. Because I'm legitimately charmed by the main characters almost all the way through. Well, one of the main characters. Um, the main villain is fun to watch. <laughs> and the world they set up with, like, secret lizard people on alternate dimension, aside from the razor thin uh, justification for <laughs> how it exists. It's like the meteor created it <laughs> out of nothing <laughs> with creation. <laughs> but other than that it's it's I like the alternate dimension thing, I like the the goofy hyper violent smash everything thing. Mm-hmm. I legitimately enjoy it a lot. I just can't think about it too much, but that's a lot of action movies. Yeah, uh, exactly. And I feel like I'm talking in circles. It's pretty solid. No, I, th- um, I think it's, I would yeah. watch three more movies set in this universe. I really would. <laughs> <laughs> Seeker reptilians and uh, blue collar heroes. Yeah. If only they had actually made a sequel based on this, you know, because they that that sequel hook was strong. And yeah. No, and it would have worked. I mean, there's yeah. honestly, the movie's weakest when it tries to force itself to nod to 
the games. Yeah. Like, you don't need the jump boots at all. No. You really don't need pretty much anything from the games. Like, you, they can be called two other guys. People would be much easier on it. Yoshi's cool. You can call him anything else. He'd still be cool. Toad was obnoxious. You don't need him at all. <laughs> um, well, I, well, I actually thought Toad wasn't too bad of a character. Yeah. I mean, he was, he was mildly annoying as a street busker. Well, yeah, I liked him once he was a Goomba. Yes. But, I mean, I didn't I didn't hate him as a character, as a, as a, as a, as a lizard, humanoid, mushroom, whatever. Oh, yeah. No, once he was, once he was a, a puppet, he was great. Okay, I'll take it back. He, he didn't need street busker with a weird toad hat haircut. Yeah. Just, you know, just. Let it stand on its own. It seems a lot like uh, the second Mario game, actually, and that it was probably going to be another movie. And then they just said, "Look, what if we made a Mario movie?" Yeah. What if we made a Mario game where Mario throws turnips and things? That's not what Mario does. <laughs> um, they could be wrong. They could have built it entirely to supposedly be a movie version of Mario Brothers. I could look that up, but I haven't. Yeah, I don't know offhand. Uh, but it's... Uh, if it was its own movie, it would be... pretty damn solid in that sort of silly cult way. Yeah. I think I would agree. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's way better than, like, you know, Solar Babies. Was, what? Another weird sci-fi thing in a blast in a desert future. That one has roller skates and teenagers. You haven't seen it, you should watch it. Uh, okay. It's bad. <laughs> anyway, I'm just saying, like, as far as goofy, like, 90 sci fi movies, it's not even bad in that genre, which is a bad genre. Um, it's just. Super not Mario. Yeah. Pretty stupid, but in funny ways. So, you know. Exactly. Just as long as, yeah. Like, just don't, yeah. Don't, don't expect it to be like the games. And don't expect it to be uh, a, 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 well-written masterpiece. Like it's it's yeah. a fu- it's a fun movie to watch. Yeah, and 
try ignore the smallest missteps. Uh, yeah. And the entire Luigi is one of them. But whatever, it's, you know. Yeah, yeah solid recommend. I like it. Yeah. I will watch it again, probably. I, I will have to watch it again because I missed a hell of a lot of details the first time. Which is weird because this movie's Resident Evil is supposed to be three times better than this. I like this a lot. Oh no, this, <laughs> this is significantly better than Resident Evil. I enjoyed the hell out of this one. Uh, I didn't resent having to finish it. Well, I think that, that's not a ring endorsement, but it's, it's well fun. I think the problem with Resident Evil was that it was taking itself too seriously. All the characters were taking themselves too seriously. Yeah. The movie was trying to be... Was trying to... I think it was trying too hard to both emulate the games and also create its own sort of universe. It's like holding itself to the standard it was not prepared to meet exactly. So it's like it it would if it was set it set itself up for failure no matter what. This movie it had the background of the characters and everything, but it didn't really use any of the actual background of the games, which I think is better for it in the long run, because I feel like it holds up a lot better. And it's yeah. just... It, Although, it, it completely... Completely different movie than it is set in like the Mushroom Kingdom, sort of big little evil, big little fancy thing. I maintain, I would see. I mean, come on, oh, yeah, Spirit of Mighty Earth for Smurfs too. Like, make more of it. I, I, I don't know. I feel like at this point. Mario's he, he, the the whole image of Mario is a lot uh, more squeaky clean than it used to be. I mean, I'm not saying that it wasn't before, but it was more open to interpretation. It was yeah, bit exactly jumping around, or even sixteen bit. But nowadays with Mario Galaxy and Super Mario 3D World and whatever. Yeah. Well, you have a pretty fleshed out Mushroom Kingdom and stuff. Yeah. But, yeah, it changes drastically from Mario Tennis to Mario Kart to Mario Galaxy to Mario Sunshine. Like, you can... You can adapt it for a movie. Yeah. Starring... I don't know who'd play Mario now. Yeah. 
problem is all the really corpulent actors that are really good <laughs> die. <laughs> uh, Mario's not really that overweight. I mean, he, he, well, he, is, he does have the belly sprite, for the sure. Sprite is, but he's yeah. also not human proportions. So. Yeah, definitely. That's gonna be a poll. Hmm. Mail and suggestions. We're just interactive in some way. Listen, yeah. Listen. <laughs> <laughs> we would appreciate it. Reach out and touch us. I'm gonna. I'm gonna stew on that. Good Mario movie would star. I mean, Seth Rogen and James Franco, but. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but a better one than that would star. Let me know. <laughs> Yeah. 
So unless we can't find Mortal Kombat anywhere, uh, stay tuned-ish. <laughs> yeah, so next time will be Mortal Kombat. I don't know if it's going to hold up as well as Super Mario Brothers, but I, think I, I don't think I've actually ever seen the Mortal Kombat movies, so I can't honestly see Shorts, there's very fit people with no shirts kicking each other. It, it's got to have something for me. <laughs> you know, like I'm gonna, I know I'm going to enjoy something about it. So. It might have the cartoon lightning, because if it has the right oh, character. Oh, yeah. everybody for listening uh at first i don't know if you've managed to listen this far i applaud you if you have we're super entertaining don't thank you for fun you're welcome (laughs) well thank you for listening and you're welcome for for the content I guess. Good night and good luck. That too. <laughs> Brought to you by our patrons at patreon.com slash matineemanities. If you like what you've heard and like to hear more, consider becoming a patron. Donations start at just $1 a month, and half of all profits after hosting costs go towards actual manatee habitat preservation. You can listen to our podcast on iTunes, the Stitcher app, or on YouTube. Our music was composed by Kevin McLeod. You can find this track and hundreds of others on his website, incompetech.com. Thanks for listening.